the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, September the 3rd. It's a big show for us this week. We are back from summer vacation, and I don't know if you heard, this is our 300th episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. What? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we are glad you are all along with us. We are coming to you from the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network home studio that we've been renovating as recently as 10 minutes ago. We, we hung one camera. We didn't really <laughs> renovate. That is renovation right there. <laughs> for, for everything that went involved into that, though, it took hey. probably 45 minutes to get that. Renovation. Well, renovation. Uh, to be fair, the uh, table standing on the table was the sketchiest part. That probably was the sketchiest part. Your butt was really clenched tight. I know. Yeah. It, it typically is around you. <laughs> <laughs> we, good reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever my name is Joey Mills, and joining me today on the show, we'll just go around the horn. Dusty Trails. Cinnamon. You gotta sing it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm You're fucking I'm singing <laughs> it, bro. Oh. We haven't started yet. You can hang on to I, that for a minute. Oh. We'll explain that in a second. <laughs> I'm Dakota. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I like See? it. Ooh, I like look it. at you. You can get like, the vibrato thing. What's going on there? You got to do some doo-wop here for us, Curtis. Dip, 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 dip. Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. I like it. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit feminine, but it's snap. fine. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It was awful. We love you. Well, we want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Thank everybody for listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to catch up on what we've done this summer. It's been a hot minute since we sat down and recorded the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to mustard that. We're going we're gonna to <laughs> get everybody caught up on what we've been up to. We're going to take a look back back at some of our favorite interviews from the first 300 episodes of the podcast. And of course, we're going to take a look at what's coming up the rest of this next week and 2021 in entertainment and pop culture. Plus, we got all that's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture coming up. But first, as Dusty alluded to, everybody's got their fuck cards. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we you, do. if you are a longtime listener, you've heard us talk about this in the past. This is something we're uh, bringing, we're, we're, we're putting a twist on it. We used to, we used to joke <laughs> around, especially with Jessica. I keep looking over at you. <laughs> yeah, I know. We used to For joke around that uh, you only get to say the word fuck once per episode. Um, so we actually have cards now, and uh, we may get some live stream going out. We've got some cameras in here so people can see our fuck cards. But it's essentially a business card with the word fucking kind of the pop goes the culture style on the front. I feel like you explaining this, you've used up you everyone's used all card. our cards. No, no, I know. I know. I feel like I need to say our fuck cards yes. are so there. I got I've got it. Everybody, okay, we can go forward. We can. We can. All right. So we got everybody's got a fuck card. You could use it once per show. This is the first time I've had fucks to give. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you've got one to give. You have only exactly have one. one. Yeah. Can I get this on a shirt? Uh, possibly. We'll talk later. Okay. Uh, so everybody's got a fuck card. If you if you drop the f bomb at any point after we start officially, you've got to throw, you've got to discard your fuck card. Okay. And we we may we may sign and collect these and maybe do some kind of giveaway uh, throughout this. Brand I like new how you season. keep looking at me. I keep looking at you. <laughs> I'm like, you only have one I card. Know. You got to get them signed by. Oh uh, well, Jess. We can play out. it real fun. And if you use yours and then you accidentally say it again, you, you can. You have to turn your mic off. Okay, well, that or Aww. you lose one the next round. You don't get one at there's, all. There's next no episode. rounds. There's just one <laughs> card. Next episode, you have to get, shut oh, your okay. mic yes, off if you, you accidentally do. say it a second. I'm not. Time. I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be good. I can do this. You I can, can do this. this. I, I, believe I believe in this. I've been practicing. All right. So everybody's got, everybody's got their cards. <laughs> We're gonna the, the 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 fuck card timer. I guess uh, the game, whatever you want to call it, starts now. So, so the people that are offended by the cuss word "fuck" has now been majorly offended by us saying it 97 times already. 
kicking it out of the way for the whole yeah. season right yeah, here. We're right only right. explaining the cards once each okay. se- the season. So starting right. now. Starting now. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. So let's get everybody caught up. We uh, last got together to record a podcast in June. I know we uh, we did a bunch of recordings all at once. We staggered them throughout the summer so that we could everybody could take off for the summer. Whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't tell them that. I just told them. That. Yeah, oh, now, no. they know. now they know. The, now they know the, the recording secret. The, illu- the illusion. No, there's no. There was no illusion there. <laughs> Based on the numbers, there's no illusion. And there. I think we gave that away at Kansas City Comic Con that you just record a bunch together. Yeah, then, we did. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what everybody's been up to uh, since we were last together recording in June. What's everybody watched, listened to, played, done? What's everybody been up to over the the summer break? Should we go in order? I don't care. Curtis can go first. I know Curtis, Curtis has a few. Oh, oh yeah. I did everything Curtis did. So One of the first things that I <laughs> oh, watched ooh. was Music Box Woodstock 99. Peace, yeah. love, and uh, something with an R word. Yeah. Uh, it's cut off here. On yeah. The, on the I think it was rage was the R word. Probably rage. Oh, let's clarify for sure. Pretty sure it was rage. Well... <laughs> okay. Uh, it was an interesting documentary. I remember when it was uh, happening, so my parents had pay-per-view. We were kind of kind of rich at yeah. one point in our lives, like Dakota. Not Game Boy Color rich, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were wealthy pay-per-view rich. But uh, no, it was interesting seeing like one of the guys blame women for getting attacked, and I'm like, Wow, this guy's an idiot. And then, you don't you don't have to like stick. I mean, it's cool. You don't want me to no, look at you when should, I say that. I know. I feel like I'm. I'm like. Just like you, you don't have to stick up for us. We're good. We're fine. Well, <laughs> no, the guy was totally idiot. I mean, was this like old footage, like dude from the '60s or '70s that did this? I don't know anything about this. No. So the, it was so Woodstock. So they did Woodstock in '69. Mm-hmm. They did another Woodstock in '94. Which okay. went off really well. Yeah. Okay. Everybody I know was like, oh, we should all go to that. And of course, nobody did because yeah. nobody's driving to, to New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after 94 went well, the same organizers who were behind the 69 and 94 decided we're going to do another one in 99. And they moved it to like a military base. So it's all cement oh. except for the mud puddles. <laughs> so cement and mud. Mud. And they invited bands that. Uh, like Lent Biscuit. Yeah. Huh. New metal mixed with like yeah. stuff from the past mixed and, with, and it, it just it didn't go well. Uh, it turned into it turned into a, literally a raging inferno by the end of the three days. Yeah, weekend. pretty much. Jeez. Yeah, was, but yeah. So the organizers, yeah, were blaming the women that got raped for for oh. being there because well, they they, they bought boobies. tickets. They gave him their money, and then he blamed them for yeah. Well, being that's super yeah. nice of wow. them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he was pretty much a tool. He was kind of shitty. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was blaming. He was blaming the Chili Peppers. He was blaming <laughs> Limp Biscuit. He blamed everybody but, <laughs> but himself. But himself. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Maybe Limp Biscuit's a little to blame. <laughs> well, they were Ooh, <laughs> a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, just for all the problems we've had since like 2000. <laughs> you know, it's funny because if you go back and watch it, so this was in the summer of '99. There's like all the news headlines for the next 20 years. You could see them all being born on that military base in 1999. <laughs> there was yeah. a lot of uh, white frat boy rage oh, yeah, that continues today. That's but yeah, it was, it was interesting. It's on HBO Max, so if you okay. guys want to watch that, you should. They what was it called? Music Box. Music, Music Box. They made yeah. it sound like it's going to be like a series. Yeah, like there's going to be... But they only had the one episode. They only had the one episode, but there's supposed to be more episodes about different... 
But it's pretty movies. it's pretty informational. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a documentary. Yeah. Style it's not one of those that like, damn it, why isn't where's the the rest of it? What's going on? I'm trying not to say it, the F word, so Don't, no, yeah. no, you're fine. No, what what else did you do, Curtis? That's <laughs> we, uh, well, uh, so we can get away from that F word. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll save I'll save the Suicide Squad because I know more than one of us have watched it. So I'll go ahead and talk about the I listened to the new Halsley fronted nine inch nails album. Oh, oh that's me. surprising. Yeah, it was interesting. Is that the one with the uh, the lady with her boobs out on the front? Yes, that's, yeah, that's the one with the lady with the so boobs. So let's out. not pretend like you listen to it because you're interested <laughs> in the music. Yeah. Well, Curtis gonna Curtis. <laughs> I listened to it because of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's uh, involvement making the music and producing it. Um, it was interesting to say the least. It's not really my cup of tea, but I enjoyed some of the music. Um, it's a cup of teas. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like big cups too. I am not a woman. I am a god. Was kind of a standout album or a standout song. So yeah, if you guys like one or the other or both, you should give it a shot. It's kind of like weird. Pop industrial, so huh. okay, okay, all right, cool. Well, what else? Let's talk, talk about the trip, the road trip we took uh, oh, to yeah, Arkansas. Yeah. We, we did a road trip to Arkansas. By we, you mean you and Kenny and myself. There you go. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> I'm glad you guys helped me around with help me through, through that. that. Yeah. That's our boy. <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Michael Bain. Yes, he did. I, yes. Um, he was probably one of the nicest and celebrities. And Michael Bean, I think. Like I said, I've actually heard us pronounce Michael Bean. But. Yeah, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And he just was, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe when I walked up there, he's going to be like, oh, thanks. Sign the autograph. I'll take your money. Thank but you. But no, we, we talked for like five minutes. So about for the movies. people at home, uh, what would they know him from? Uh, well, Kenny, we or for or this. just for Dusty. This is the people that are first time listeners. Uh, well, he was in Tombstone. He was Johnny he was Johnny Ringo. Ringo. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was in the Terminator. Kyle Reese. He's in Aliens. He was Corporal Hicks. The yeah. Abyss. I mean, a, you're just shaking your head. He was in all those time. movies I've never seen. No, she <laughs> know, you know who Johnny Ringo is in Tombstone. He's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. the bad guy. I would have to like have it in front of me. And yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. He's the one with the guns in uh, Tombstone. I like that. He's <laughs> yeah. That was a wow. Good. <laughs> Everybody else had water pistols. He was the only one with the real guns. <laughs> oh, that him? real gun. Oh, bullets. okay. Yeah. Okay. It was nuts. Yeah. Well, yeah. Arkansas was great. We had a lot of fun. I got there. Manage a bullhorn. You did get to use the bullhorn. Yeah. I also heard that the king of every con ever was there. Wait, why did you get to use Besides the bullhorn? Besides Joey Mills. Green yeah. Ranger was not there. God damn. He was my card. This is like a game to see I mean, who it was the Red Ranger was there. It would have been better it. if the Green Ranger was there, but yeah, we got stuck with the Red Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> that's his favorite. That's, that's Dakota's favorite one was the Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the I heard, I heard Dakota's a big fan of the Green Ranger. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be like a cartoon, just the shape of me in your garage door. <laughs> Did you like him better when he's green or white? Oh, I hate him both. He was more classy. He was more classy. Classy when he became the White Ranger. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. More classist, I think. <laughs> you had something you wanted to add to that? No, no, no. He got his own Zorg. He's mad. But it was it. fun. It I, was a good time. We're going to get us back on track. Yeah, there was, uh, was plenty fun, of booths and stuff. A lot of people selling stuff. A lot of people doing cosplay. I I honestly didn't figure as many people would. I thought it would be, hey, let's street close it. This is our first one. We don't know what to expect, blah, blah. But there was more than... Uh, more, I wouldn't say about 30% or so. F- yeah, which I'd say. For, you know, the first con most people are even going to, but that one being the first one they were putting on and all that, 
was, I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah, it was good for a first year in in that location, uh, which was a really good location. It it went pretty well, I thought. Yep. Panels and everything laid out pretty good. Yeah, it was really nice because as like, soon as you walk in the door, there's a big sign that says "Panels right here." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. I was like, "Wow, we need that in a few other convention halls we've been in, yeah. or one that just says panties right here.'" Yeah, I would be all right too. Yeah. That was on the oh, other man. side. Of the yeah. It was like you walk in to the left was panels, to the right was you know everything else. So you didn't That's have funny. to like go upstairs or downstairs or halfway across the convention floor, unlike certain other conventions. I still yes. love that. I think that's fun. I feel like I'm in an airport, but fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> the fun port. like the nerdy airport. No, I, the fun yeah. port. I think it's awesome. Like like they have in Kansas City where you have to go up the escalators to get up to the main yeah, floor. I really like escalators. I like that. Well, it's not that I like escalators. <laughs> I specifically like. Wait, how often do you get to ride an escalator nowadays? <laughs> but it's the fact. It's like the wow factor that you get up there. Especially yeah, because as you come up that yeah. escalator into the con, it is really. Like, it, it is. It's like the wow like, effect. It's yeah. Overwhelming. And it's, yeah. it, it hasn't been the same. You know, what, I've been there twice. Yeah. Three times. Two three. I think three now. Three, yeah, three yeah. times. And each time it's been different. No, it hasn't been the exact same as the first one. The first one was like amazing and like a tear came down. And the first time's always amazing. <laughs> first one. It's always downhill after that. The first one was like Willy Wonka. It's been the rest of your time. Top of the escalator and it's like there's a guy in a top hat and a coat singing Pure Imagination. That was the peanut man. I mean, that would be the worst thing. So. <laughs> serial, serial killer. Cosplay as the peanut guy. But no, so I, I yeah. like that you can't see as soon as you're there what is going on. I like the There's to be surprised. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's better than some that we've gone to. Where, where like, <laughs> where are the panels? Yeah. Where are the panel rooms? Oh, you're in the wrong building. But this is where everything else is. Yeah, I know. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. over there. It's kind of like it's if two blocks been, that way. It's yeah. like if you've ever been to like a major airport and your gate is like the very last one. You're like, are, do planes fly out of here? Yeah. Is there anybody down here? Is this it's the like, closed wing? Am I lost? It's like uh, it's like De Niro and Goodfellas. No, no, no. Keep going yeah. a little bit further. <laughs> No, keep going. Right on. Um, well, Curtis got us caught up. We're going to get to you. You got something to say? I was going to say, good job, Curtis. <laughs> All right, good job. Good job, Curtis. Thank good you. Job. Kenny, what have you been up to? Well, tell us about it. I know, I've got a list here of different shows that have been released, and I'm pretty sure you've seen all of them. So I feel like Kenny you don't have to, to hit them all at once, but you can go. Kenny gets to go last. You just tell I us your favorite should, should, should parts. Can he be our wrap-up? Should he bring it home for us? <laughs> yeah, I think so. For that. All right, we're going to let Kenny bring it home. All right, we'll go to Oh, anyways, I'm going to read off of Kenny's. <laughs> hey, Kenny, what did we watch? Uh, no. Oh, that is a good one. That's me- I did watch most of that. I'm going to be honest. I was going to say, I think a lot of us um, have we, seen a lot of I, it. We all, I mean, we'll all talk collectively at the end, I guess, but we all saw Suicide Squad, I believe, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you Jessica did. Justin. You, you can talk about it. Um, but no, I... Um, Take it away. Obviously, had reservations about it. I think everyone <laughs> I did. I can't imagine why. Yeah, um, but man, it was a, it was a banger. Like, to the point where I... Um, like advocated for it to people that also were like, well, the first one sucked. I'm not going to watch it. And I'm like, I swear, man, it, it just, you got to give it a chance. It's changed this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I always time. tell them, did you, you guys like... don't know Suicide Squad anymore. It's different now. It's like, did you like Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Well, it's the same director this time. It's, it's, it's the actual the one, not the, not the one they tried to get to mimic it. Um, so that was fantastic. A really fun ride. Probably my favorite movie of the summer. Black Widow was all right. Um, <laughs> all right. Was, I didn't see it. It was fine. I liked it. Um, I was definitely I thought it was not, really good. Yeah, it was definitely would have been nice to got it in order. Yeah, that's mainly the thing is <laughs> I feel like if it had came out when it was supposed to, it would have been higher up the list for me. But it was like middle of the road. Um, right. It's still good. I mean, a, even a bad Marvel movie is a good Marvel, a good movie by yeah. my standards. So it wasn't bad. So it was 
it was good, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, that's uh, what's left. <laughs> I, I made it through. I made it th- horrible. Is still on the list. <laughs> yeah. That's still an option. I made it through three episodes of Dave and Lego Masters and stopped. Um, just felt kind of produced this season. Like it felt really like you're watching something that they wrote the script for. It made me uncomfortable. Um, fine. It was fine. Uh, <laughs> not as good as Black Widow. <laughs> Um, I don't know when Godzilla vs. Kong came out anymore. The summer's been so long. There's yeah, something that was that was in the, kind of in the spring. I think World Combat. That was, spring that was in the spring. Yeah, okay. We get those. Man, okay. Um, obviously, you guys watched Master of the Universe. Yeah. There's some controversy over that. Just a little Did you bit. Watch it? Uh, yeah, I watched it. What'd you uh, think? I liked it. I thought okay. it was great. I think it was mostly insoles that had a problem with it. Um, but that's just <laughs> me. I think you're probably right. Um, <laughs> you I say imbeciles, insoles, um, like just you know. I'm not going to get into describing it, but just, you know, people that just low-key hate women because they never had one. Um, oh, okay. I see. But yeah, they That's really went sad. hard on that. I'm um, offended. Well, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I didn't watch the new one, though, that came out, that the He-Man Master of the Universe. I don't think it's out yet. I think it's Oh, it's not out yet. Yeah, okay. I think well, then I, that makes sense that I haven't that seen it. That you haven't that. seen it? Yeah. Um, and if any longtime listeners here... Um, are here listening right now, they would know I'm up the Witcher's ass. Um, so I just watched uh, Nightmare of the Wolf the other day. Did you? And that was really good. Uh, I did. I liked it too. You liked yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, halfway through it, I was like, man, this. I'm not super intuitive or uh, observational, but I was like, this seems like the Avatar animation, like Last Airbender, and uh, it was the Legend of Korra. So I was halfway right. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive <laughs> still. Are you impressed that I actually watch shows? I was also impressed that yeah. you just watched something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. But then I watched Gunpowder Milkshake just because I wanted to talk about it with Kenny because I'd seen his review on it a while back. So I finished that today. Um, what did you think about it? Yeah, um, I thought it was really good. Um, it has like some cheesy moments, but I feel like that's what they're shooting for, and it's not. It was better um, than what I expected it to be. I was expecting to be like mildly, and I mean mildly entertained. Yeah, I was impressed. I was I, because it was better than yeah. what I thought. Was it the greatest thing I've ever seen? No. Yeah. You know, but but I mean, it hit all the cool action movie yeah. notes. I think I thought the acting was as good as it could be. Story for an was action good. Movie. The story really was got behind the characters, especially the one librarian lady. Oh, yeah, and yeah. So I mean, everyone she, gets behind the librarian once in a <laughs> while. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It's, Whoa. Oh, no, it's uh, a. <laughs> what do they do? It's super. It's super good though. Um, like I said, I would check out books, bro. <laughs> even as an action movie, like I said, I don't expect a huge like mind blowing story, but it was awesome. Um, last last thing I'll talk about, and then I'll stop. Green the Green Knight. Yeah, did you, did you get a chance to see it? I watched that last night. Did you? What did you um, think? Holy cow! Were it, you stoned at the time? Boy, sure, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that's the that's the best way to approach that. I one. was like, I am the Green Knight. And yeah, I'm there watch you this. go. The Green Ranger. Uh, I had a Green Knight while watching the Green. Not Knight. the Green Ranger. No, <laughs> yeah, no whole different deal. Um, that's the only Green we hate in my house. Um, but no, that's a sick movie. I feel like it got decent reviews for the most part. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of dialogue. It's really a visual storytelling deal. Mm-hmm. Um. Super cool. I had to look up the moral of the story by the end of it because I was pretty lost in the weeds, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, uh, lost in the weeds, for <laughs> no lack pun of a intended. better term, yeah. Um, but man, it was it was visually like gorgeous, and it was cool. It was really cool. Right on. Very good. Jess, what you been up to this summer? <laughs> don't look at me. That was I don't know what don't... you've been doing. Oh gosh, um, <laughs> video games and 
work. What have you been playing? Uh, Destiny 2. We've been oh, playing that. Um, no. I know it is, isn't it? Isn't it? It's so. Dakota's now joined our. Uh, I'm in the clan. Yes, he's in the oh. clan. Yeah. Of, uh, I almost said the cult. Retired. I'm in the cult. <laughs> no, no, no. Wrong retired thing. porn stars. Yeah, that's the name of our clan. Is retired porn stars. Yeah, I'm afraid to tell anyone. I haven't told anyone the name of the clan I joined yet. And, <laughs> and his name. Is, uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Do we want to be giving out gamer tags? No, yeah. Let's not give out my gamer tag. <laughs> yeah. no, well, that wouldn't be your... I guess it would be That's on for Steam. Sure. Yeah, my gamer for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On everything now. Well, our clan name's Retired Porn Stars. Yeah. We and we kind of have uh, appealing names to yes, that. Yes, Some of us the, do. Yeah, I don't because I am I'm grown up and mature. Don't lie. You didn't want to spend the ten dollars to change it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's Rainbow Kitten seventy five actually. Because so, yeah. she's an adult. I, yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Harry Potter mystery one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one hundred and one. That, that is. I did get some more Harry Potter mystery ones. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much it. Well, I mean, we watch shows. Um, yeah. but it's not <laughs> like uh, it. you know that show we watched no it. It, it's not like the whole like box she, office yeah she doesn't stuff. really watch shows she starts shows and then falls yeah. asleep but yeah. there was one that I stayed caught up with as much as I possibly could and it was Kings of Pain oh yeah, yeah that was, was actually really which good which was uh, 2019 by the way but yeah. we just but watched it we right. just watched yeah. it but I mean it was, it was really good it's just where these two guys go in around the world and they get stung and bit by insects and animals and wild boys came out in like 2004 i'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> i don't i don't know these things no, they're, I'm, they're I'm doing like, a, like a pain a, test on like stings yeah, and bites and but stuff. i mean it's like it's actually for science and oh. they they are the first they say that they're the first i haven't really looked into this so i can't like guarantee <laughs> this is right but they said that they're the first to be able to record what it's like to get bit by a python uh like a retic- live a, a red ticky I don't even know how to say the damn thing. Cause Articulated. Re- yeah, uh, Python. Okay. And it was it was pretty intense. I mean, I... Are they the guys that, like, somebody, like, got halfway swallowed by one? No. no. Okay, because there no. was something like that a couple of years ago where somebody, like, oh. got swallowed feet first and then got about halfway up and then they pulled it off. Uh, one of them, he, he's... I think that uh, was a movie Anaconda. No, no. It was, <laughs> it was a, it's out there. Yeah, that no, th- there was... One of them is a biologist and... I can't remember what the other guy is. I think he's just, like, a... Wild boy. He's like a YouTuber. Uh, he, he's a good. He's. I don't think he has any title other than like. I don't <laughs> co-host adventurer or something. No, adventure. I wish I'm, that could I don't be know. my title. Either way, I I thought it was really good. I'm sorry. I'm like a little bit behind the times right now of shows okay. and, okay. and well, movies. Well, it just got stuff, released but, over to Hulu. That's why we just watched. Oh, it. that could be why. But either way, that's that's kind of what I remember the most. Okay. Out of the summer, I can't think of anything else I've done. Right on. How about you, Dust? What have you been doing? So I got enveloped into brand new cherry flavor. I heard about that today, oh, actually. Yeah. You got what now? The, there's a show called Brand New Cherry Flavor. My boss no was idea what that is. explaining it's, that today. Uh, it, it, it is, what is it? So, Good luck. without giving any spoilers, because <laughs> right. it's pretty new, it is very weird, but you can't stop watching the show. It, and it's not Curtis weird. It's it's <laughs> better it than that. Weird? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a no, it's so it's about a that. it's about a girl that made a film, and she <laughs> everybody wants, parked up there. It's, it's, so it is so, Dakota weird. <laughs> weird. Yeah. What was the what was the year? I think it was nineties, wasn't it? Ooh, yes. Like the the time frame of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw the trailer. Today, she so made a film confirm, yeah. that was uh, had some just normal stuff in it. She wanted to be famous. So she submitted her film into some guys that she thought she could get it taken over and be famous with. Um, that 
is not anything about the entire show, but that's what the whole idea behind the show. But there's a lot of witchcraft that's and like weird, yeah, crazy stuff. Me like five times, I just I don't know that I can. It's yeah, just, you it's actually so much, cannot yeah. like describe it to someone. Yeah, he's exactly like he's happening. like I'll show you the trailer, and they showed it to me without sound. And I was like, well, it looks insane but like it is it is really it's really got like possession and like I might witchcraft it. and yeah. well, zombies like, what's it called new cherry well, flavor brand new, brand new cherry, cherry flavor it's, not, it it's not really a spoiler uh, it's on hulu I think. it's on netflix i think but or the, the main, or no, one of the main characters she pukes kittens yeah oh, yeah it's it's crazy <laughs> i'm not kidding you she <laughs> she pukes kittens at like on command and so i it's watched the weird. first cool. episode of it and i was like that was kind of weird and then I was like, I'm just going to watch the entire rest of it. But I think it's because you, you're looking for the explanation to why it's so yeah. weird. Once you watch episode one, it's like it draws you in so much. You have to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. It's some, somebody, and you still haven't figured out what the hell is going on. Somebody, well, someone's review says pure Neo Cronenberg awesomeness. So I, that has me that? sold. Yeah, It's worth watching if you IMDb. haven't watched it. Okay. And it may not be for everybody, but it's got enough weird stuff that kept me entertained. And it that's looks, saying something. It looks like it'd be a fun one to watch Green Knight style. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, and I did with them if, you, too. if you invite the Green Knight over, yeah, yeah I, I definitely watched it Green Knight style. Yeah, that's how I figured. And, and it might have been a little creepier than it should have been. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's Dakota invites the Green Knight over. Hey, you want to help me kill the Green Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna strangers on a train this bad boy. So there you go. Anything else? Uh, same as her. Some Destiny Two. Destiny Two. Now getting. Uh, Dakota started all the way over on oh, yeah. PC for I'm Destiny a, I started to go over again on Steam, so I'm a baby. I'm a little baby. Yeah. Baby. He needs carried through. Yeah, I don't even have... I just got a sparrow. Like, I'm pretty early on. <laughs> That's right. awesome. I just got a sparrow. I got my, I got my license. So. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, let's see. Kenny and I went uh, went to St. Louis for some wrestling, some yep. live wrestling. I going to bring that up. That, uh, that was a good time. There's a thing going on right now with wrestling. Um especially in the St. Louis area, there's a lot of, you know, when you think of independent wrestling, you think of like going to the, the high school gym, you know, in like a small town and sitting on, you know, hard metal chairs and they bring out the rinky dink ring. And it is exactly that. But there are guys out there right now that are doing it at a different level than what you would expect to see in that uh, environment. And especially in and around St. Louis, there's a group of guys that are just, you know, they're they're putting in the work six, seven days a week in the gym and in the ring and, you know, training and practicing and getting better at what they're doing. And then they go out there. And, I mean, right now, you show up to these things and you never know who's actually going to show up. There are guys that are wrestling on TV a couple nights a week. Then they show up at the, the local YMCA <laughs> gym on a Saturday and Sunday just for... You know, shits and giggles, just make a little extra spend of money. Well, who doesn't like to watch sweaty guys rolling around on the floor I know together? Dusty does. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's why we started playing Destiny. We were doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <It was laughs> like, and then we just got the I'm talk in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when we're done with this, you want to play some Destiny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get a drink. You guys want something? Just want pin, I pinned Dakota a few times. He's like, let's get a beer. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot going on in wrestling, so it's fun. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan right now. Uh Hold went to down. Disney World. I did the whole Disney World thing because uh, yeah. you're supposed to do that like sometime when you have <laughs> Just kids. Just like sometime. <laughs> yeah, it was something. I, I that doesn't sound you, exciting. You can mark it off the list. Tell us how overrated that was. It's pretty bad. Oh, you man. can mark it off the list. See, I work with a guy that goes like three times a year. Yeah, there are so people. Amped. There are people who like that's their personality. So they get the season pass. 
Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awful. I uh, I don't like theme parks a lot, which no. I had this discussion earlier today. But yeah, not for me. Yeah, not it was for me. It's, it's in Orlando, so it's hot and humid. Yeah, that part. And then it's way overcrowded. You can't get on the stuff you want to get on. The if you're walking between your like the top of your ankle and the like the base of your knee, that whole part of your leg is going to be battered by people with double wide strollers, but they only have one kid and the kid's walking, but they're using the stroller like as like a battery ram. They're using it as a like battering ram just yeah. to get people out of the way and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was pretty, it was, it, I mean, there were parts that were enjoyable, um, but it was for the most part fairly miserable, especially for the cost and the fact that, like I said, it's kind of, there's a little bait and switch. There's some rides that they don't tell you that, less than 1% of the people who go to the park can actually get on it just based on the number of times the ride runs oh, in geez. a day. So yeah, it's, there's just, it's, it felt, it that's felt the, a little rough. It felt a little yeah. dirty. I mean, that, that's uh-huh. the idea is they get you stand in line the whole day and then you're wasting Oh, this is less. one you can't even stand in line for. You have oh, to, geez. yeah. Okay. So you have to wear your mask while you're in there. Uh, you know, you had to wear it like on transportation. Like if you ride a shuttle back and forth from the hotel or if Was you're this riding, Disney? Yeah. Yeah. Disney World. Disney World. Now it's now you have to wear masks. But we were there we were there kind of in that sweet spot before things started getting really bad. So yeah. yeah we before did. Delta. Yeah. Before Delta. Before, Delta. before anybody realized what yeah. Delta was and what was going PD on. PD or B D. Yep. Uh, <laughs> before Delta. <laughs> There you go. Everyone's got the BD. <laughs> well, no. That's how we're going to start dating things. Was it BD Before or We're going to start a dating app that's just like, who's had Delta and who hasn't? Yeah, so you can pair up people that are immune for... Ooh, yeah. I like go. that. That's a good that idea. Day can you get, can you get this, <laughs> 90 Day is Love. We, I think <laughs> it's a VH1 just, show yeah. or COVID, something. COVID dating app. We can still do Tinder, but it's called... Still Tinder. <laughs> still Tinder. Still a little Tinder thing. Uh, see, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple of things. So I watched RSV. There you go. I <laughs> uh, watched uh, Netflix's Fear Street trilogy. So this was three movies that were released a week apart on Fridays, I think in June or July. Um, anybody else, and even Netflix, probably would have made like you know a, a small limited series with six episodes, but instead they decided let's just do it in three parts, so you get two hour movie three times. Yeah, and they did it not Netflix style where you could sit and binge them all on a weekend. They did it. It was weird out. because yeah, because I've always said that I, I like it better when they're spaced out because then that builds that anticipation and yeah, they kept people talking about this for three weeks instead of watching it one weekend and talking then nobody about it, talking, talking about, about it, again. it the next day at work. And yeah, then, and that's know. it. Yeah, um, it's it was it was okay. The story and stuff, it was fine. I mean, it was it was good, but it wasn't great. But the fact that the way Netflix did it, where you know, you, we watch one two-hour movie and then it ends on like kind of a cliffhanger, and then it gives you like on the next, you know, part two, and then like it's telling one big story, but like the first one's set in 1994, and so it felt like a horror film from 1994. It felt yeah. kind of scream that kind of thing, and then the next part was in '78, I think. So it felt very much like you know a Friday the 13th Halloween style, mm-hmm. and then the last one was six, uh, 1666. Okay. So it felt kind of like you know some of those. So they skipped know. a few years there. Yeah, they did. <laughs> But it told one long story going backwards, and then at the end of the last one, it brought you back up to 94, and it kind of, by then, you're like, oh, now it all makes sense. Oh, that's cool. It was cool the way Netflix did it, because normally they would throw all that stuff out on one weekend, and you'd be watching, and you'd be, eh. But the the fact that Netflix is like, let's let's spread these out, give people a chance to 
to watch them and then want to watch the next one. Was, I was going to start them, but it looked a little like Goosebumpsy. It it's the guy who wrote I think some of the Goosebumps books wrote a set of books, but these are R rated movies. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Because if I watched the trailer and it it just seemed a little Goosebumps stylish, right? So I never did yeah. watch it. It, it, it feels they're R rated movies, but it's a little weird because it does feel kind of young in the way yeah. it skews. That's fair. But anyway, it was interesting to see Netflix doing something different with that, with the release stuff. Mm. The other thing I'll mention that I've watched, I think it's probably the best show on television right now, oh, is uh, oh. Heels on Stars. Stars. No, Heels <laughs> on Stars uh, with Stephen Amell from Green Arrow, uh, Alexander Ludwig from Vikings, a few bunch of other people. Okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a wrestling show, but it's not at all a wrestling show. It's about two brothers who their dad committed suicide and he owned like a wrestling thing one of these small town you know in georgia you know things wrestling small wrestling things and so they're trying to keep it alive while they're dealing with their own shit as a family and you know not liking each other and all that and it's at times you're like it's like action and shit and then times you're like oh it's kind of family drama then times it's just absolutely hilarious yeah just the 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 line they're walking with it it's the guy you said that was from vikings who does he play uh, in vikings Okay, I was yeah. picturing Bjorn, so yeah, I didn't know. I know. Okay. And they're supposed to be brothers, which is funny. But I mean, they, they <laughs> seem brothery, you know? Yeah, not really. <laughs> but it's, it's, they're both blondes. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They probably have the same mom. Yeah. It's possible. <laughs> Uh, but I think it's probably the best show on television right now, which is, yeah, it's a low bar because there's not really anything on right now, but yeah. uh, it's pretty good. Kenny, I know you've watched it as well. You got any thoughts on it? Yeah. I mean, I think they do a really good job of like somebody who's not necessarily tuning in to watch a show about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a lot of catching you up on terminology and kind of how things work and stuff. And then for the people that are tuning in, because I want to watch a little wrestling, they give you that too. So yeah. I think they balance it really nice. I'll leaning more towards the story side and stuff like that right. but I think they're telling a great story I think that they're like all the characters are doing good and they're doing really good of, over the three that I've seen so far yeah, three episodes out, out so far, yeah. um, they're doing real good of slowly building some characters that you're like ah oh, these are probably just throwaway characters you're like no no one's a throwaway character in this and you're starting to see uh, they're building them up to go I'm interested in what he's got going on. I'm interested in what she's going to bring, stuff like that. So yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah. So check that out. That's on Stars. It airs on Sunday nights. Let's go to Kenny to bring us home uh, of, of <laughs> the stuff on. that we've not discussed. And you don't have to read my list that I put together of things that maybe we'd want to talk about. But what's your list? Tell us what you've uh, what you've been up to. I know you've caught most or if on all of this, plus you've had some other stuff as well. Give yeah. us your top 25. No, I didn't make that like that. I kinda, did you watch any game shows this summer? I did not. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Right. Sorry, Brandon, if you're listening. Uh, but uh, We you know, love you. I, I watched things like in our house, we're big on musicals, so we watched In the Heights, you know, and yeah. that was a, that had a nice little moment for people and stuff like that. And it's, it's a good story. Caught me a couple times, brought a little tear to my eye a couple times. They did a very nice <laughs> job because I was invested in one of the characters and but uh spoilers spoilers i don't want to in case somebody hasn't seen it which i don't understand why you haven't seen it yet but i haven't actually seen it. i've, seen it. I've, I've <laughs> the, 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 so the kids have seen it multiple Everybody. times and every time i walk yeah. through i'd catch a different part of it yeah and there was like i'd be walking through and the character would say something like oh that person's not going to make it to the end of the movie <laughs> yeah. they're like dad 
<laughs> and sure enough, that person does not make it to the end of the movie. I'm like, guys, this is, I didn't it's watch not, it. It's, it's, it's not brain and, and you know it. Yeah. You, know, you could just feel it from watching. You're like, man, yeah, I want to be happen. wrong. <laughs> yeah, I happened. sure hope I don't die tonight. Well, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> Let's make some like long-term thing, plans. What do you say? Don't answer, <laughs> your, don't answer your cell phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I actually lived in the Heights this summer, so I get that. I don't know if it's the same. I Probably seen not the, movie. the same. Probably not Washington Heights in New York. Oh, okay. No, I haven't <laughs> different Heights. Okay, I haven't seen the movie then, so yeah. But no, it's really good. The songs are fun and catchy, and you definitely know Lin-Manuel wrote them, and they have that same Hamilton feel and stuff like that. But good story. I mean, it, I, we watched it three times now, so I like it. And uh, so many other things, you know, of course... I did, who's seen Loki? Oh, I, seen yeah, Loki. Yeah, I haven't so, seen it. Yeah. I mean, it's... Mm, you're going to make me use my card, Dustin. <laughs> use it. Play that card. No, maybe. It's good for me. You know, I... Play it real good. I, I like it. I don't like... Like me, I like WandaVision a little bit more. I like that whole story that they were telling. Of course, I'm biased because I am a Wanda Maximoff fan. So, uh, <laughs> so you're also a Norse mythology fan, Kenny. What the hell? Yeah, but that, I mean, <laughs> just say it. My kid's named Odin, but anyways, I'm a big Wanda Maximoff <laughs> fan. If right. they were telling tales of Valhalla and stuff okay, like that yeah, in this, fair. yes, that's I would. But they're just telling. This is really Loki's redemption story. Yeah. So. Which yeah. is still very good, and of course Tom Hiddleston is awesome. So of course, uh, Owen Wilson is awesome. Too. Yes, and Owen Wilson actually is yeah, a great part in that. Yeah, yeah. So him and his jet skis. But uh, you know, going back to your Black Widow, I like love shows a little more than most people. No, I love yeah, Black Widow. Fair. I love all the good stuff in there. I love you know the yeah. characters, what they did with them, and the, and the it was, jokes. It was a good the, action movie, yeah. too. Like it felt like that Captain America, not focused on powers, but still having a lot of cool action stuff. And it happen. surprised me. I didn't know there was going to be that much mm-hmm. action into it. I figured there would, but like, man, they, they came hard with it. They gave you, like, when they did it, they did it big. Yeah, so. yeah. I bet they did. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty... Sold out. And, <laughs> and Dave Harbour kills it in that, too. I, oh, God. Gosh, yeah, yeah, his, I didn't, yeah, I didn't expect him to be that funny. In oh, especially the stuff with his wife. Or, yeah. I mean, not his wife. But his, yeah. yeah, whatever she is. Yeah, so, uh, well, they wouldn't know, I guess. <laughs> but, um, you know, the Masters of the Universe thing, going back to what you were saying, that ate up a big chunk of my time just reading people's craziness oh on that. And it was a good show. I thought it had a pretty solid story. There's no reason to be yeah, a jerk about it. It has a much bigger story than that whole cartoon series had yeah. all together. Yeah, yeah the old one, days. Yeah, In one season. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, apparently people forgot to go back and watch those and go, oh, this is what we're comparing it to. Never mind. Yeah. But uh, I'm really uh, loving all the – I'm loving the heels. I'm loving what's going on in AEW stuff. But I'm, You're wearing heels now? Yes, he oh, loves no. wearing the heels. Gotcha. No, those are extremely uncomfortable. I couldn't do it. I, when I was little, like How every many kid, to you, you know, you put on your mom's <laughs> heels and it's like, nope, Just I'll three. kill myself. <laughs> but uh, I'm watching the, like, I'm really loving the Marvel's What If. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, have you guys seen it? I didn't see Not, last you, When I say you guys, I don't mean yeah. you two because I know you guys don't watch any of this. Hey. But, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't watch it. It's just a no. I'm just going to assume no on this. I need to single of, them out. As of this <laughs> recording, I am one episode. I didn't watch yesterday's episode. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But I heard I've heard it was really good too. It's yeah. really I don't even good. know what it's about yet, but don't tell me. So No, no, it's <laughs> it's well if you Oh my god. I know you know it's about Doctor Strange. About this oh, and that's and all I'm gonna say on that is <laughs> I've never been like a big Doctor Strange fan. Yeah. I mean no. what Benedict Cumberbatch did with the character, I'm enjoying it, but Can I'm you say his name again? again? Huh? Can you say his name again? No, I'm just throwing Wait, it out there. Give it a name? shot. No, you did it good. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, uh, no, I, 
But it's the whole series being good, and that one just falls along. I, I like it that it's just kind of it, it is filler, and they know it is. So they're like, we're just trying to kill time till the next big one comes out. So For me, the first one's the best it. one. Yeah. But that's just me. The, to wrap it up, I'll just talk about Titans. I love okay. Titans, and it's uh, what they're doing with the Red Hood I've stuff heard is good. really good. Just all the characters. I'm not a big fan of the Starfire character, and, and that's just me. I never was in season one or two, but. Uh, but everybody else, and even she's doing a great job too. Yeah. But I'm just not a fan of that. So character. Not on an insult level, but I for sure just uh, <laughs> grew up with like ditzy, goofy Starfire that yeah. talks like Yoda, kind of. Yeah. Um, and so it, the fact that it's serious kind of turns me off to the like the idea of the character. But I, I've heard they're doing a really good job with that. This last episode, um, well, the episode before actually was more based on her, you know, her in the story for a lot of it. And I was like, oh, God. But it ended up being pretty good. Yeah. It was a good story. So, But, yeah, watch all those things if you haven't. So, Also, well, we forgot to mention uh, Rick and Morty Season 5. Yeah. The finale should be out soon. It's supposed um, to be. They were off for, what, two or three weeks? It's supposed to be in September, but I don't remember the date. When yeah. it comes, but it's supposed to be an hour long. I just, uh, yeah, I think they're running. I've only watched two. all the episodes that you can watch. Yeah. Like the ones with the lock on them, I haven't seen. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I've watched those. Over too. on HBO Max. Uh no, Adult Swim. Oh okay. Yeah, well, I have the Adult Swim. Some of them, app, some of them I, have a key on there. I haven't been able to watch. Yeah, them. I use my parents' direct TV login. Sorry, there you guys. Go. We'll meet up with you. Go. If they come the for you, um, <laughs> I don't. It's Dish Network, actually. How is this season? Because I haven't seen it yet. It's really They're fun. Good. Uh, yeah. It was hard to be a Rick and Morty fan for a while because um, <laughs> people suck. Um, but you know, I'm getting more comfortable just being stoked about the show again, and it's it's been not fun. worrying about everybody else. Yeah, it's like I can still just not be a dick. So yeah. Exactly. I mean, not often, but sometimes. Okay. okay. <laughs> On occasion. <laughs> and last thing I'll mention, all of us were at, when we talked about it, we talked about it all summer long. We did the Planet Comic Con trip a couple weeks ago. Uh, everybody, uh, even people who weren't going to show up, decided to show up. Yep. Everybody went. Yeah. Uh, thoughts, any thoughts on Planet Comic Con? What did you guys think? For, for all of us, I think it was... Uh, the first big convention back since COVID. Yeah. And they I handled thought, that really well also. Speaking yeah, of. I do. Yeah. I, I think that there was a lot more people there than I anticipated were yeah. going to be yeah. there for sure. I Especially agree. on. Yeah. Yeah. I, didn't see I, any, didn't, no, I didn't see anyone not wearing a mask. They I had, know. Everybody was pretty compliant. They had hand sanitizer at every door. Yeah. Like, it, it was very, very well structured. I didn't feel uncomfortable yeah. like I thought I would on the it way there. It was more there. spaced out. They didn't have the vendor aisles where you couldn't get two people side by side through yeah. them. They, yeah. they were spaced out a lot better. Yeah. There was I a few vendors some. that I was hoping would be there that weren't there this year that were there yeah. in 2019. Call yeah. them out. Call them out. I didn't get my root beer, my kettle root beer either. So. Oh, son of a gun! Yeah, they didn't it was there. there. Was it really? I, pre- I, I think there that. was a root beer thing. No, we. I, I asked them about it. One, that yeah. wasn't the right wasn't, that mug wasn't the club right or whatever. Oh, man, okay. Well. Mug of the month club. It was like spend forty dollars on a mug and then you get two dollar refills. I actually heard that. Curtis really enjoyed and uh, Jess both really enjoyed the uh, the ramen place they had the stand. Yeah, I mean, thirteen dollar ramen that was just a. Package. I didn't pay for it, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I I was a little let down by. It. I was thinking, you know, we're gonna get like some actual like ramen, but no, it was it was seriously like just, restaurant ramen. 
packages of ramen noodles that you know they've opened up mm-hmm. threw it in a pot cooked it too much water so it's yeah so water you didn't, down. yeah they, they, they you couldn't even taste the seasoning and then it was just like some already cooked chicken chunky chicken yeah, other than it being horrible it was amazing yeah. <laughs> i just i was i was a little let down and i was kind of i felt cheated they could have had that. me if they put a little soy sauce in there but no, they no. it was just <laughs> i don't know you could have found you could have like i would have been forgiving soy sauce packet but i think there was there was other people around us i think they were a little let down by it too they were just like oh yeah you know we get to do some try some ramen you know the first times and yeah, and all they find, really it, it, it is and but props to them for like cheating everybody yeah that's a hell of a profit and pay 13 like 1300 percent yeah 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 it was, is there anything you want to say to those people I love if they're it. listening. Are you going to use your card on No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I told you, I have been practicing She's being this, good. Okay? And I have been doing really good. Don't get her worked up, guys. Come We're going to have to get a 10-minute warning to I, use I, I, will, I will say, <laughs> I do, I do listen, guys, a, don't poke the dragon, right? <laughs> I do have a complaint. I, we were all a part of this. Uh, we went to the Chick-fil-A stand, and we spent $8 oh, on just uh, a me. sandwich. Wasn't a part of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You guys a already? sandwich with yes. no pickles. No oh, and it wasn't even an actual Chick-fil-A sandwich. It was like... They had the bag that had Chick Fil A on it, but it looked like they took out one of those frozen chicken patties, yeah. and put the, it on a bun, yeah. and handed it to really? you. Yeah, it was, there was a no lot sauce, of vendors that no pickles, were. I think dry chicken. And they kind of screwed you over. So let's I think, just say the food wasn't on, on, food on par. Food wasn't on par, but the con was super fun. Yeah, yeah. but we didn't go out to. Was there any like food truck vendors? Were no, there? they kept no. all that. Again, food was kind of with the COVID stuff. They kind of yeah, kind of scarce. They won the 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 convention hall one to keep a pretty tight rain on all that, but that i think next time they nice. need to mm-hmm. maybe try the the vendor's so, foods before they do a decision on what they're going to do because i think a lot of people got screwed over i get it it's going to yes. be pricey no matter what vendor you have right at but least be good yeah at least be decent enough and we didn't try the pizza though screw the you pizza over. was not good it wasn't okay well the so the food was awful I, we <laughs> on that. I will say we had a little breakfast down the road from the con yeah. Shout out to Daryl, I believe yes, was his name. Yes. He's our boy. He was a nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. he called us. If you're listening to Daryl, this yeah. one goes out to you. <laughs> hey, Daryl, I hope Did you want to give him 300 episodes dedicated to Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, the shuttle driver at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Kansas City. This one's for yes. you, bud. Yes, he, you he was amazing. He just like He's like, where are you guys at? Where are you guys going? And and he's like, you guys got to go down. I'll, just get in the van. We're going to yeah, take you. We didn't know f- where we were going. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just jumped in a van with a strange We did. Yeah, we did. Well, it had the hotel logo on it. He didn't even offer candy. So we just matter. did it. <laughs> he just painted that on. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even work. It's fine. Um, <laughs> he took us like a mile and dropped I will say on. the con people were also incredibly nice, though. Like, yeah. Everyone I yeah. dealt Some with service-wise, well, okay, I, I didn't meet the mean ones, but everyone <laughs> I met was super nice. I've never had a problem with any con I talked to that girl when I... I was incredibly nervous to do my own panel up front. And you did fantastic. Hey, you did great. It means the world to me, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you may or may not wow. have been blazed out of your mind. Yeah, it looks like it in the pictures. <laughs> yeah, it does. But, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but no. The Curtis is like, can I add red eye back <laughs> into the computer? <laughs> <laughs> red eye adder. Uh, no, the girl that like was suppo- in charge of the doors for yeah. that, super nice, had a cool oh, economy. Yeah, I will agree. Oh, yeah. And she, yeah. Like, she was like, asking questions about our deal and telling us about her day and her cosplay and she yeah. was super well she's seen i think she's seen that you were you're were kind of nervous yeah. and like she was trying to help you out by asking you questions yeah, really to nice. kind of get do you, you to need, where, do you yeah. or need, do you need to not need to step into the closet with me yeah. for a second <laughs> calm your nerves yeah, I, was, I was shitting my drawers that's but, exactly what i was thinking but we got through it and that's the important thing that's right i think all the panels seem to go pretty well but i, mean, I didn't really I get to see any other panels besides 
Well, I'm glad you can you make know, it. You know, the one mine. that you guys were all on. Yeah. And I think you forced our hand onto yours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're going to have to be there. I'm going to cry. And it's going to be awkward. <laughs> I pretty much wanted to be there to see if he's going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm, honest. I'm a funny crier. There, there may or may not have been a wager going on yeah. the side <laughs> how long you'd be before you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I feel like that went better than it could have gone. I. I they kept talking the whole time, so... I'm just glad you went out there, because if you didn't, I was going to have to, and I didn't know anything yeah, about Curtis them. was your backup in case yeah, you decided well, you didn't, weren't, didn't I was like, like, you know, I'm not prepared it. for this at all. And then I, they were like, well, who is it? And I was like, well, this guy... I was like, well, obviously, everyone knows Kyle Strom, and then, like, Megan Levin. And I just went in, and they're like, sounds like you know pretty much all you need to know about these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let them do the talking, but that's like, the way it works. Yeah, it, it went well. And they they seemed yeah. to not hate being around me, so that made me feel good. No, <laughs> I had like 15, 20 questions to ask my guy, and I didn't get to ask three, I think, is all I got to. He just talked, 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 and it was awesome. So that's yeah. cool. Good. Joey's were all awesome. I enjoyed all those. He handled it like a champ had some fun watched, up there on stage i watched the video of the stranger things yes yeah. yeah kaylee was in the back seat and i'm like that's uncle joey and she's like i know and she's watching it with me and <laughs> you're like i'm i know that guy we, we know him we know him that bald guy looks familiar <laughs> where have i seen him before <laughs> why is that guy talking to those kids <laughs> somebody calls <laughs> we're predator bald white man talking to those children <laughs> We are currently looking for a man that goes by Uncle Joey. <laughs> if you've yeah. seen him, please contact the global authorities. <laughs> Kept asking him to sit on his lap. I know that was bad. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I got like, like this couch looks like it's big enough for all three of us. You go, kids. <laughs> Let me get in between you. Middle. <laughs> I got dibs on middle seat. <laughs> I've got a stranger thing. You want to Next episode, we read the cease and desist letter. <laughs> We're gonna mention you in season five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stranger things. <laughs> Stranger danger things. Uh, so, we get that guy that interviewed us for season five. <laughs> so that was Planet Comic Con. It was fun. We'll uh, we'll do it again in 2022. Right now it's scheduled for April 22nd through 24th. So get your tickets spring. now. Back to the spring. I don't think they're on sale yet. But back to the spring where it's supposed to be. All right. Well. That's almost an hour of the show. All right, well, we, we're caught up, though. We know what we've been doing uh, this summer. Let's take a look at our top five stories in entertainment and pop culture this week. At number five, Netflix has been in the news. Uh, first up, Cobra Kai is getting a season five. Of course, season four has not released yet and doesn't release until 2021. So giving them a season five means one of two things. Either it means season four is really, really good, which is possible. This whole show's been really, really oh, good. Yeah. I or have watched that show. I have watched the first two seasons. I've watched Check out the third one. I've watched on them Netflix. all. You won't be disappointed. And or there's an exit strategy. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Miyagi's yeah. coming back. No, no. He's, <laughs> he, he is dead. Yeah, they actually have to fight zombie Miyagi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like that movie. You know, if you get enough seasons. If you get enough seasons. Exorcisms and zombies. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so e either it's really good and they're like, yeah, we got more story to tell, or they're like, you know what? It's because the, yeah. usually when when shows get season renewals this early, it's like we've got a plan to get out of this. Yeah. Like, like I remember, like after season three of Lost, they're like, yeah, it ends in season six. Yeah, so it kind of feels like maybe they're like, well, we know where we're going. I love that show up until stop. season six. Yeah, exactly. But, see, but at least they had a plan like to get it. out of it. I prefer that than just like just last minute get canceled. And they're like, oh, we just at the end now everyone's dead. I don't know, man. Whatever. We, yeah. We're done. Well, so that, if they have a plan, I want to see it 
end on a high note right. instead of a season six or seven where you're just like, what happened? Yeah, I'd rather yeah, stuff end bad. and have a concise yeah. story than get drug out for money or whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm always going to advocate for that. So I don't we'll think anybody happens. wants to be that show that's like, okay, look, yeah. Scrubs. The first I was say Scrubs, Scrubs. Scrubs wanted to be that Scrubs. show for we sure. We have eight, eight seasons. You have nine. No, we, we have eight. eight seasons <laughs> Scrubs. I like yeah. seven seasons of Scrubs, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, that eighth season was good. That I love it. I loved it all. Was Every, even the ninth season that no one talks about. The one where there are no, where no, no nobody's on it. Show or in it even. It's like the last season. It's of like that Zach Braff does like the wrap up voiceover still, but like he's not in it. He's just doing it like on on Zoom before it exists. <laughs> exactly. He's just calling it in. <laughs> also, uh, so Netflix has picked up the canceled NBC series Manifest and is going to be going to be giving that show mm. a fourth season over on Netflix. Anybody watching? Watch we we watched the first season of it yes i expected a little bit more out of it it was too slow and i wasn't a big fan of the main character just well, tell us how you really man. feel about <laughs> it well i mean i'm not trying to like dog the show i mean other people probably thought it was great i'm just actually it's gonna well, yeah, they, it's got they wrote into the network <laughs> and said, we need on twitter yeah. and we and need so a final season or at least another season yeah. i just i don't know i i tried <laughs> i tried to get into it well, that's fair. i, I think for it, everyone i think it had a good story to it but it just wasn't it wasn't that bad yeah <laughs> it was fine actually it, it just really wasn't pretty good <laughs> she just didn't like one character and so she's but out. one but like in shows one character can kind of ruin it well, in my I don't know if it's opinion, the same one everybody complains about. There seems to be this one character that everybody like does not like. Is it Voldemort? <laughs> is it coming back for the new season? Is what I want to. I don't know if I know. <laughs> we know what is going back to Netflix. Seinfeld is coming to Netflix hey, on October first. Thank goodness, because you know it's hard to find episodes of Seinfeld. It it really is. You can't come across them. Um, I will say Hulu or well, they TBS. took it off. They took it off Hulu at the beginning of summer, I guess. Or a couple months ago, yeah, and I didn't they're know working the deal, yeah, yeah, I didn't know because I've rewatched it a million times already. So yeah, but yeah, I guess they're coming, they're coming back, baby. I love Seinfeld. I, was it like, Seinfeld. I think it was what twenty five million dollars for five years that they get to air Seinfeld on Netflix. Well, the two, which makes oh. you wonder if having Seinfeld on Netflix is worth five million dollars a year. I bet it pans out for him. I bet it's I probably know, like five the million. Office. My you know, mom's Netflix is Netflix is what fourteen ninety nine, ten ninety nine, whatever. My mom it is just got month. internet this week, and I bet <laughs> just <laughs> for now, and I not for that, but just for sign. I guarantee yeah. she'll have Netflix, and that she'll pay for the bill for them. Like just she'll just re- resubscribe. Well she, well, she won't be paying twenty five million dollars. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, if you look like Community and Parks and Rec, shows like that will trend. Oh yeah, in the, oh, yeah. Top. the Office so, is still like the yeah. number one. So I mean, there's a good chance. Show. If it, but is it bringing in twenty five million dollars? Yeah, a lot of people my age don't like Seinfeld. That's a bummer. Yeah. So, but the important thing Incels. is, uh, Larry, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld are the two richest comedians in the world. So they're doing okay either way. Oh yeah, they got. Did you watch uh, comedians in cars or? Yeah, I watched some of it. Yeah, I watched I picked it. the ones I care about. Like, I did the Jim Carrey one was wild. Jim Carrey. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, I forgot he was in Louis yeah, C.K. Oh, yeah, that one doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comedians underneath the car yeah. getting backed over. <laughs> comedians under buses. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so Seinfeld, you know, we'll see. I, it, they'll air them. People will watch them. I don't know if they'll make $25 million back, but yeah. maybe they don't have to. Maybe there's, maybe there's some sort of level where it doesn't have to make all the money, just... A certain amount. Seinfeld should do a reunion like Friends did. They uh, almost did. They, yeah. they their reunion did. technically happened on, on Kirby, a, Kirby, Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. I didn't see it. 
They even brought Michael Richards back, which was which is and, a bold and choice. They, they made fun of like the incident that <laughs> happened. Yeah, with I heard him. that. Yeah, I haven't seen was, it, but it was I heard hysterical. It. Yeah, see, good. Oh, first oh, card throw played. It, throw it, first card played. First card played. <laughs> Dakota playing the uh, first. I F got card. lulled into a false sense of security. <laughs> 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 we just keep dragging it on until Dakota throws a card down. All right. We just You're, keep asking him questions until he eventually plays I, I use my card, and now Michael Richards is going to beat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've heard he's an asshole in real life. So. Yeah, I heard he used his end card a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole deck of cards he was throwing. He was dealing <laughs> off of. It rain on that audience. Yeah. <laughs> when that happened, I was in a speech class in college, and I randomly pulled out of speech that I had to like cover that incident as if I was Jerry Seinfeld covering the incident. It was really weird. That's that a fun project. Weird. What's wow. with this coworker <laughs> using the N word? What's the deal with? Dr- yeah, anyway. What's the deal? Blatant racism. Uh, Crazy. Good time. Yeah, let's go on to the next story. <laughs> let's move on before uh, we start needing more cards printed up yeah, for other things. All right, number four. <laughs> we had some Disney news this week, a whole lot of Disney news this week. Disney has given the go-ahead for a sequel to Jungle Cruise. Uh, stars Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson will return. That movie made like just barely just now, just recently broke the $100 million mark at the box office. And yeah, I know it's COVID box office. Everything's weird, but... $100 million for a movie with those stars and the marketing budget that they put behind it, that feels like not where you want to make a sequel, but apparently Disney's like, eh. Is there, a, is there a mark for people that just watched it from home, that from... Oh yeah, yeah, voodoo service. Yeah, or that's something. all. Yeah, they they keep. Well, yeah, it's or uh, I mean, it's, it's on, on Disney the, Plus if you pay like an extra thirty bucks or whatever. Yeah, if your contract's right, it's, there's a mark for the people that pay. Yeah, home. exactly. But I think Otherwise you can watch you it on HBO, HBO Max or something too if you if you pay for it. No, you can watch uh, it on like Plus. Uh, Disney it's Plus. Just a yeah. Disney. Yeah. yeah, for right now it's just Disney Plus. But yeah, the Rock's gonna at some point it'll be on video on demand and stuff. The Rock's gonna sue Disney. <laughs> the Rock will sue Disney. I'm not sure he's money. got enough money for that. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he's, surprised. He's, he's probably got more than uh, Scarlett Johansson. No, I would say so. She did it. Uh, Disney's also yeah. moving forward with a Disney Plus movie sequel to the 1991 film The Rocketeer, which is before the times mm. of some of the people in this room. I was born then, so uh, I, I liked that movie. The Titled original. The Return of the Rocketeer. That'll be a Disney Plus movie. Who, it's not who the played same the guy, Rocketeer though. originally? Who's sitting around going, "We need that." I mean, um, I think was everyone wants still kind of got like a cult. I think everyone yeah. wanted the Rocketeer that, to be good. Like that so that, that first one. Avengers movie, like the, the the first Avenger, was directed by the same guy. Joe it's Johnson, like yeah. just like a remake of the Rocketeer. Who played the Rocketeer originally? I Nobody thought it was knows. someone pretty big. Timothy Dalton was in it. I know that. Jennifer Connelly was in it. Oh, yeah, no one knows the actual lead actor. Nobody cares. He's uh, a helmet and a jetpack. Okay, that's fair. I thought <laughs> Which it was is awesome. Like, I thought yeah. it was like a Baldwin brother, but that's the shadow. I'm, I'm going to pull that. Yeah, I don't know shadow. what you guys are talking about. The Rocketeer. It's cool. You'll have to watch. check it out on Disney+. He was Plus. basically a bounty hunter. Yeah, he was Boba Fett. I'm gonna tell my kids he was Boba Fett. tell my kids he was the Mandalorian of its of the generation. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Boba Fett, he survived. He's the Mandalorian, oh. but he's hunting Nazis. So yeah. it's yeah, it's way cooler, really. Yeah. And finally, Disney Plus is reportedly casting for a Marvel Halloween special. Fuck yeah. <coughs> Drop it. Yet. Dropped it. Sorry. Curtis I thought I was going to be the only one. Thanks. No, Curtis <laughs> is in. All right. I've, I've done it. A Marvel Halloween special that is expected to introduce uh, Werewolf by Night to the MCU. I actually, I think I'm up for that role. Are you now? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I stopped shaving. I think it's going to be fine. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> right <on>. Yeah. <coughs> At number three this week, Candyman <laughs> took the top spot at the box office, earning just over an estimated $22 million in its opening weekend, which 
honestly feels about like what it would have earned if we weren't in a pandemic. Yeah. I, would, I would have guessed about $25 million would have been about what it earned and just short of that. I didn't even know it came out. It did. Uh, the big news with that, though, <laughs> director Nia DaCosta becomes the first black woman to have a number one film at the box office. Good that's awesome. Oh, yeah. that's good cool. Yeah, first number one. Good job. And apparently it's a pretty good movie from what I've seen and heard. From the people whose opinions I think that I listen should listen to, they seem to enjoy it. How many Candyman movies are there? This is the fourth one. There Candy was the original, Man. and there were two sequels that were both pretty bad. Candy Cane. Yeah, I was also yeah. thinking Candy Cane. It's not candy. from, uh, yeah. was it Joy, not Joyride? Candy what was it? Yeah, it's Joyride. Joyride? Joyride? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only um, seen the first one, so that's why I was asking. I heard, I heard they did that. I don't know if you guys, you probably did. That cool thing they did where you could watch the pre-release thing and you had to go to the website and say say it five times in the microphone. Say what five times in the microphone? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> He's like, I'm not I, know, su- I know it's not real. I'm not super But I'm not screwing but around. Little, but I am a little stitched. Wait, what? <laughs> say Candyman five times? Yeah. yeah. Candyman? No, Candyman? I will. Candyman? Candyman? Wow. Well, yeah. well so we're screwed now. Funny so. thing is, we watched Beetlejuice last night. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Beetlejuice? You, you want to drop that one three times for us? I'm not scared of Beetlejuice. He's no. a fun dude. Yeah, I, I would definitely hang with that guy. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And I hope one <laughs> I hope one other writer shows up because she's a fox. I agree. Used to be. No, I, I think still, she still is. She, they're doing she's the new Beetlejuice movie. She's guilty now. She's on the cover of that. I'm gonna say yeah, still yeah for me, dog. Yeah, she hasn't she hasn't made it like like Max in the cover yet. What the magazine says it's just a picture of her in a bathing suit. Still yeah for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> used to be for sure. Now there's a question mark. I know a writer. I hardly why none know her. Damn it. I'm going to go shopping. We can edit that out later. I hope. Not at all. Nope. At number two. <laughs> Speaking of movies, and a shout out to our friend Drew Douglas with Quality Check Podcast for suggesting this story. COVID continues to take its toll on movie release dates. Just when you thought we weren't going to be pushing movies back anymore. Paramount this week has decided to move Jackass Forever to February 4th, oh, 2022. Which I Dude, I want to see like, that. I, I was really it. sad about that. Actually, yeah, I me learned too. that at work can just keep on me, moving. You know what? Keep <laughs> on, keep yeah. on keeping yeah. on. We're going to watch it. I hope Bam's in it. You guys have uh, a uh, little mandate. Top Gun <laughs> Maverick has been moved to Memorial Day weekend 2022, which is probably where it should have been anyway, right. to be yeah. honest. And Mission Impossible 7, another Tom Cruise flick, goes to September 30th. 2022. Those are all pretty good movies. With mm. all that okay. moving and shaking that opened up some holes in the movie schedule. Yeah, so yeah, it did. Ghostbusters Afterlife oh, yeah. has slid back a week from November the 11th to November 19th. That's where Top Gun was slotted. That <laughs> gives it a little more distance from Marvel's Eternals. Gives them another week to get away from that movie. Uh, word around the industry word. is that word. all eyes are on Shang-Chi this weekend. If that movie fails to perform, there's a really good chance that a lot of more movies are going to be moving out of the fall. Yeah. Um, so boy, it didn't get a great start <laughs> with the Aquafina controversy. Yeah, it's not good um, for it. Yeah, that didn't go great. Yeah. I mean, again, it's going to have to be like a baby driver situation for me where I support everybody else. And I really don't have a leg to stand on in the argument but i don't know what happened uh it's a whole deal she she caused some controversy on black twitter um you so say yeah. black twitter yeah it's yes. a thing really yeah um but no yeah she she used black scent and quite a bit of things she has it in her contract that she won't do an asian accent specifically so felt a little hypocritical <laughs> um so people were pissy but yep um, the, the main actor uh looks pretty like a pretty nice guy so far still that makes me feel good 
All right. Also, Abomination's going to be in it. So This is true. And Wong. Oh, and Wong. I got a little Wong. Get your, get your wing. All right. And <laughs> at Wong. number one this week, COVID is also hitting the live music scene as well. Kiss has postponed their latest farewell tour, whichever number farewell tour <laughs> yeah. this is. Yeah. It has this been will post- probably be the last one. It has been postponed again after Gene Simmons tests positive for COVID. Uh, word is that COVID, this might be what it takes to defeat COVID because... <laughs> If COVID can survive Gene Simmons, then yeah. we're all screwed. But there's a good chance that COVID's going to be the one getting roughed up. In Paul the Stanley got it too. Yeah, he had it earlier in I'm the summer. Shocked that it was COVID. That no, he had it. it. Like yeah. he's still recovering from right. it right now. No, yeah, yeah, but he had. I think he was diagnosed in like late July, early August. But yeah, it's it's taking its toll on folks. Uh, Michael McDonald is dropping out of the Doobie Brothers 50th anniversary tour due to COVID. Oh, man. I'll smoke the doobie, brother. Kind of to uh, Kenny's point, (laughs) porn frontman Jonathan Davis, he had COVID earlier this summer. He had it in, like, July as well, I believe. Uh, So he didn't want to cancel shows after he was officially not contagious. He's recovered. But apparently he has to sit in a chair on stage and then, like, about a couple times throughout the show, they wheel an oxygen tank out to him so he can breathe. And then, so it's like that sounds on. like a really exciting concert. It sounds like Marilyn Manson for like the last ten years. <laughs> it sounds yeah. kind of like when Dave Grohl broke his leg. Yeah, I was gonna say, but that was fun. But that was fun. He made that fun. Well, Jonathan it, Davis broke his leg early in his career and had to do several shows from a wheelchair. Yeah, so now he's now he can't breathe. So if you can't breathe, it's hard to sing. Especially the way he's like. I hope he does that one where he just makes noises. I can't remember what that's called. Yeah, that, that whole deal. <laughs> How's that go getting hurt? It's pretty close, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I always do it twice. I'll All I did was put my phone up to the microphone. No, you yeah, that was actually the same deal. <laughs> and in other news, this story comes to us from Grand Haven, Michigan. Woo-hoo. This was a unanimous pick to make our in other news this week. <laughs> I wish I hadn't used my card. <laughs> this has to do with entertainment and pop culture, specifically collecting. A lot of us here collect stuff. Can you... <laughs> Kenny collects. Now you're doing the action figures as I'm opposed to the action Funko figures Pops. again. Yeah, Marvel uh, Legends. I've got like a little that. smattering of everything. What else? You guys? What else? You guys? Collect? I've been this, collecting this guy, Apocalypse Now posters. This guy had a little smattering as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I collect manga. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it like Pong? Pong. No, it's like Japanese <laughs> it's comic ja- books. Yeah. yeah, just stuff I can put on a shelf. Like and you read. read them backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 still I've purchased a few for. 14-year-old girls. girls. Hey, you know. <laughs> for, the, for the girls. I'm still life. a 14-year-old girl at heart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, Never are. grow up, Dakota. <laughs> well, uh, the judge has ordered a Western Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son for getting rid of his collection. They trashed his collection. That's messed up. Yeah. he. Uh, so apparently David Working, of uh, 43, he, had, uh, he'd got, he was going through a divorce, so he moved in with his parents. Uh, he I think brought, we know why it, he's getting the divorce. <laughs> brought, his, <laughs> brought all of his stuff, uh, was in the process of finding himself a new place to live. Uh, and I guess, apparently he uh, his parents went through some of his stuff and tossed his porn collection. Uh, and so... Uh, Let's reiterate that. His $30,000 So David Working sued his parents. <laughs> How saying much room that, is that taking? 
says they had no right to throw out his collection of films, magazines, and other items. It does not specify what other. Look, he had some are. actual porn stars in that collection. <laughs> <laughs> that the guy's going through <laughs> a divorce. He, he needed that. He lived. He lived with his parents for he ten months. After a few years, yeah. <laughs> the judge followed the value set by an expert, mllive.com. So the, he he made an inventory of what his parents threw out. They looked up the price. It was the fact that he knew that that well is also kind of. I think he by. probably already had like a. A, like an inventory system. Yeah, an inventory system. Well, so I mean, that way, it's like, good it, to be prepared. Well, I mean, if, if like a friend came over and they're like, "Hey, man, can I borrow your?" Uh, yeah, you know, it's whatever. like a library checkout system. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to borrow it. your friend's yeah. porn. <laughs> I don't want it back. I'm if not. You borrow I'm it. <laughs> 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 but hold on. A wait, second. wait, wait. You guys never passed around porn when? You... Yeah, when I was twelve. <laughs> not <laughs> when I was a forty-year-old divorcee. It's actually a very sad story because if you a lot of some of those were some homemade stuff that you done yourself. I don't think that was the case because that wouldn't have been worth like. I, that's that. sentimental. I, I, yeah, yeah my, but he didn't. I got a few of those. Yeah, there, but he didn't buy <laughs> that. There are two <laughs> things that make a thirty thousand dollar porn collection. It's either a whole lot of stuff, mm-hmm. which his parents were, I, you know, I don't or know. one gold nugget, yeah. <laughs> or, or the Hulk Hogan sex or, tape, <laughs> or it's a lot, or it's a lot of old, like vintage, like just like anything else. If it's old, it has value. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, my guess is it was probably older stuff that he'd acquired along the way. Yeah, some old Sasquatch '70s style. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you can't like get the, that back. Marilyn Monroe back. went for how much? Yeah. You know, you went. I mean, I went for serious <laughs> money. So Original copy of the John the Wayne Vanna White Playboy was probably pretty valuable. There, there, are, there are a few pieces that probably drove up the bulk of that thirty thousand dollars. Here's the fun part: Working's <laughs> parents also had to pay uh, their son's attorney cost, which, in addition to that thirty thousand, they're paying their kid for the porn they threw out. They got to pay the uh, got to pay his attorney fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. So one day cleaning up uh, your son's I wonder porn. if he Googled like the best attorney for, for this <laughs> situation. $45,000 they're out. That's you, a, or, that's or just the kids. fact, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if I, I'm going to be calling an attorney. I'm so, hey, so here's what I got. Here's the story. My parents threw out my porn. Do I got a <laughs> case or not? I feel like the thing is, is they take that case. They're obviously incredibly confident in themselves. Right, so yeah. like anyone that trusts themselves to take the case, I trust to take Who's it. Who's his attorney? Alan Shore? I don't know, but I'm going to get that guy on my side. Oh. <laughs> well, I just, I don't get it. I, I can I, imagine it being like clerks where Randall's reading off all the porns that they need to order for the, vi- for the video store. Imagine your parents threw out all your Funkos. Careful. Wow. Sorry about that. Something that means something to you. Not necessarily a porn collection means anything to you, but it, mean, it means well, something to him. I don't think they would because it's a little Because he doesn't jerk be- off to his Funkos. Well, 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 we <laughs> I mean, there's that. I mean, you got a good point. What I'm saying is that you don't look at like someone's MAGA stuff. You don't look at something and go, okay, time, you know, well, <laughs> no, okay, yeah, that's probably not a good example. But uh, let's say like Masters of the Universe or something like that. You go, okay, it's maybe weird or maybe it's not whatever. But you sit and look at porn stuff and you're like, my kid jacks off to that. All the time. $30,000. And apparently his friends and do I if it's a library collection. I don't want something in my house that's going to be, that'd be like finding your daughter's dildo or something like that. You're like, like I said, it could be, and I don't know the story. Well, I, don't, I don't know what it's in his collection. We but need he, was to see 40, the he was 43 years old. 43 years old. I'm guessing he was I'm probably collecting some, like you said, some of the higher so it's value. Joey. Yeah. It's Joey with a porn collection. 
collection. Yeah, yeah. instead of Masters of the Universe, it's porn. Yeah, I Which, bet he has a garage just and like then, and then mom <laughs> and mom His comes in and throws it all away. Yeah. Like I still have, I have mom one Playboy, and that's the one with the kiss on the cover, and it's got the thing of them. And that's it. I only have it because it's Kiss, and it's in with my Kiss collection stuff. Our right? father had a very expensive Playboy. Our father, who are they got thrown it. away? Had a bunch of porn. Hollow be thy name. Um, <laughs> so my mom threw out my Pokemon cards when I moved out, and I don't know if you guys heard, but recently they got pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like mm-hmm. ten grand. You can sue minimum. your mom. I, now that I know this is an option, there's a good chance. <laughs> you get a hold of that, you you get get hold of that attorney. attorney. Yeah, yeah, I, I had the it. first 150, and that Charizard goes for like 10 grand. I'm glad you told me this because we still have I mean, some in my mom's closet from when I was like. You, you, you make sure you, you got the. Sure yeah, are you talking there. about Pokemon or porn? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, got to yeah, be storing them both in mom's there's closet. There's some of those cards that are thousands of dollars each. Yeah, I know. But a lot I, of my mom sold it for like 10 bucks when I moved out. Like 10. I was the bed was still warm. <laughs> from the porn that he did. <laughs> from all the Pokemon cards and <laughs> walks in touches the bed he was just he's watching there. porn covered in Pokemon cards <laughs> all over his body Charizard me I used to scream <laughs> duck it and I'd fill a kiddie pool full of them and dive in there you go there you go yeah. I like it well, let us know what you think of the I'm top stories <laughs> each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments there. Tag us in the news stories, whatever you want to do. Or call the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on the next episode. Links to all that and so much more over at popgoestheculture.com. We are going to take a quick break. Coming up, we're taking a look back at some of our favorite interviews from the first 300 episodes. We have a brand new pop quiz for you, and we are taking a look at what's coming up in the next week in entertainment pop culture. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back right after this. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, quick update. Who still has their who still has their cards in their hands? Again, Dakota. And Curtis have had to play their cards already. So hopefully we'll see what happens the rest of the show here. We have done a whole lot of interviews in the first 300 episodes of this podcast. Uh, We sat down and pulled together some clips, some moments from uh, some of our favorite interviews from the first 300 episodes. We put them all together. Here we have for you some of our favorite interview moments from the first 300 episodes of the podcast. 
I am joined tonight by Amy Ratcliffe, who, among other credits, is the writer of the recently released Star Wars Women of the Galaxy book, which we're going to talk about more in a moment. First, Amy, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me this evening. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm well. I just no- just noticed uh, I have two cats, and uh, one of them needs her nails trimmed, apparently, because I just noticed a giant scratch on my hand. I'll go get the trimmer. <laughs> you can do it while we're talking. It's not a problem. <laughs> oh, man. I wish. They have to be so sleepy for me to trim their nails anyway that's yeah. my cat <laughs> i've never tried to trim a cat's nails i can i've done dog nails before but never we have two cats and i wouldn't even want to begin to trim their nails so no i can usually get like two nails done at a time and then yeah. i have to wait till they fall back asleep this is my conversation with mr ralph macchio what is it about the karate kid that makes the franchise both so endearing and enduring after all this time that's a good question. I mean, it's a combination of, of things in my view. Uh, and then on top of that is a little sprinkling of magic from above or wherever. Um, you could, you could try to connect, uh, these types of things to, uh, to resonate with an audience and, uh, you try to do all the right things. And if it was easy to make a hit, we, every one would be a hit. And it's not the case. This one just had a special, light on it back in the day um the right the, the terrific script uh, that robert Kamen wrote um for the karate kid film and john avelson our great director uh who had done rocky and other great films previous uh the late great pat marita who was you know just turned in a you know an oscar nominated performance and created a magical character in mr miyagi um the sort of human yoda that we all wish we had as we navigate adolescence I think the casting all across the board and, uh, and it's, you know, the themes resonate, the themes of, of bullying, of uh, being a child of a single parent, trying to fit in uh, fish out of water, overcoming obstacles and, and finding your place and finding balance, quote unquote, in your life. These are all things that, that will never go out of style when well executed. Um, and then add a little heightened reality to it all, um, and uh, and a nice uh, conflict uh, and a battle at the end, um, where good over evil happens. In the in the case of the Karate Kid, being very black and white in its in its uh, um, structure of uh, you know the, the the villains and the heroes. Where segue into Cobra Kai, what what has been really smart is our creators of that show came up with an angle in to explore some of the gray areas of these characters as they become, you know, and middle-aged, uh, dare I say, but it is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so it has a freshness to it. Um, now it still pays homage and respects the, uh, the legacy of the original and the, and the source of which it came from, but yet dives into areas where episode to episode your allegiance changes on who you might be rooting for and why right. and i think that has uh added to it and 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 further on top of that i would say the pop culture of the karate kid of it all the sweet delay get him a body bag the wax on wax off was he it wasn't an illegal kick or not that has become part of the internet and the how i met your mother of it all theory from barney stinson's perspective all those things colliding together over decades of time have kept this 
the Karate Kid film and uh, and franchise in the in the, the mindset of, of the world, not even in America. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. None other than Sensei John Kreese himself, Mr. Martin Cove. Pray for the rejuvenation of the Western. If that was the, I would say, the, the source of the American heritage of cinema. And I think that's what's got to come back and somewhat replace Marvel comic books. You know, it's just the wonderful Westerns that kids aren't exposed to as we were. And, you know, they just need to return. And hopefully uh, after the success of this, we'll go make a Western that'll be equally as potent to the American public on the TV screen. I am a huge fan of all of these DC comic shows they have over at the CW. Uh, the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, but especially, and especially this season, uh, The Legends of Tomorrow. So that is why, in part, why I reached out to the writers of Legends of Tomorrow. Well, we start the season also with like a wish list of just, even before we know a lot of things, we have a wall that just has all of the like things that are personally interesting or engaging to one or all of us in the room. So that's always there as like a reminder of things that we find exciting. But as Keto said, it always starts with like the emotional journeys. Usually we do like a pairing, mm-hmm. sort of back to your first question. The last question about, you know, this huge cast, emotional journeys are usually partnered or there's a, a sort of a three-person story happening around a emotional story. Right. And once those are starting to take shape, we'll say, where do we want this to go? Sometimes it'll dictate off of like where the story's going. They have to do something, but like these two writers here wrote the Helen of Troy episode, and like we all knew that like we love that time period, but also the opportunity to talk about an issue. It was just slightly before the Me Too movement, but hasn't it always been happening? Right. Um, so that was like a place that we knew we wanted to go. We had all of these great female characters, and it was like a, just a perfect fit. So. I think once we know the emotional stories, then we can start having a lot of fun and tossing things around. And sometimes it'll even start going down one path and then we'll go, okay, wait a minute, actually, you know, we're, as we hammered out those emotional journeys, we found that this story is driving it and it would maybe fit better over here. Uh, But these two guys wrote Amazing Grace. So maybe if you want to just fill in a little on that. Matt. And also we're, on, <laughs> also we're on season one, so you can probably speak better than Night of the Hawk. <laughs> oh, yeah, Night of the Hawk. Uh, no, Amazing Grace is cool. Amazing Grace. That's a good thing where, you know, so you know there's certain mythology stuff you have to get done, which is like, we need to find this and introduce this death totem. Well, and later in the season, there's also becomes obligations yeah. like, yeah. where's all the totems? Yeah. <laughs> We've only got five episodes left. Like, episode 17, you're like, oh, no, we have a lot of stuff we have to get done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, you either figure out a place where it would make sense, or you figure out the craziest place to <laughs> like, uh, with Elvis. And, you know, we also knew that, uh, you know, we researched the time period, too, so we knew, or found out about, like, Elvis's relationship with his brother that he lost, and it's like, oh, this is a cool, yeah. you know, it's hard to know, like, which idea came first that kind of lead yeah. each other, but I'm like, oh, this fits great, so you kind of try to use, you know, we... We play with history. We stretch it, <laughs> we but it's it nice if you can use yeah. some some facts. Yeah. 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 Like this is not a history class. Kids should not be using this instead of going to school. <laughs> <laughs> so none of this really happened. Then is what you're saying. Well, we, we base again. We base base it in fact wherever we can, yeah. and we, we do our best to do that. But you know, and and like you said, there the night of the hawk. There was certainly a more of a sensitivity to racial tensions of that time and place mm-hmm. and in Amazing Grace that wasn't really present and that was that's a choice that we have sort of had to make as the series has evolved from being 
you know, what was a little tonally more serious in season one to something that's just a romp, that's really fun, that's escapist, and, you know, we, tr- we try to add a little bit of fiber in there, a little kale hidden <laughs> in with a smoothie, but, like, you know, generally, it's, um, it's fun, and it's, uh, you know, when it fits to have a serious discussion, like, you know, with, with Helen of Troy, for instance, and, and you know, sexy grab sexist grabby you know producers like we'll do it but when it doesn't quite fit with what we're the story we're telling then we kind of back away because we're not really the people to tell that serious story like it's just not the show um we have shows that do that we applaud them and you know again whenever we can educate we will but um when it doesn't fit it doesn't fit None other than the voice of Twilight Sparkle herself, actress Tara Strong. Thanks for being here today. Hey there, thanks for having me. The good thing about voiceover is it really didn't miss a beat. I've been lucky enough to continue to work throughout the pandemic from home. Um, And being able to connect with the fans online, not the same as as conventions and giving hugs and really giving people one-on-one time in person. But thank goodness we have the internet, you know, it would be very isolating. Um, not being able to connect with people. All right, we are joined on the line today by a man who, through no fault of his own, grew up on the wrong side of the Missouri-Kansas border and then moved to the wrong side of the Missouri-Illinois state line to pursue a career in acting. We are speaking, of course, with David Desmalchian. Thank you for joining us this morning. How are you? I discovered the magic of horror comics, and I also discovered the magic of horror movies thanks to our local late-night creature feature host on Friday nights was a show called Cremaceous Friday Nightmare, and I used to um, sneak downstairs in my parents' house and watch it every night, every Friday night, and basically just became so enamored with um with classic horror and then through that the 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 mythology of of monsters and um and and you know what happened i i i just i had this idea that there would be such a cool cover such a cool alter ego for if there was a monster hunter um and they were they were hosting you know the creature feature um well, that idea is, is cool and neat, and I think it would be really fun visually to play with, but I didn't really have anything deeper than that. And then I grew up, and I entered a world where I came to believe that monsters, in however you choose to describe what a monster is, are real, that there's good monsters, there's bad monsters. I myself have battled um, a lot of demons, including my own struggle with addiction and my battles with depression. And so I started to really figure out a story that was deeper, um, that made sense to me that, that there was a, there was a mythology I wanted to create around a battle for a hero. And, um, and so I, I, I came up with this character, Jerry Bartman, who is battling addiction as well as depression, as well as a lot of shame. And she wants to be a real legitimate newscaster. She ends up, you know, relegated to being the horror host, uh, for the local creature feature because her brother manages the station at the only job she can get because her boozing is so bad and it turns out the guy she replaced was one of the last appointed monster hunters and and another thing that happened in recent years was this whole concept of fake news and what do you believe what's real so i thought it would be really cool if all the mythology that you and i and all of you know everyone out there have been fed about monsters it has basically been a lie it's all been fake so monsters have have been able to really control the way that that the mythology around uh monsters is 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 shared with humanity so silver bullets won't stop werewolves stakes won't stop vampires um 
and I want the monsters to look, move, and feel the way we think classic monsters do, except everything we know about them we'll come to learn is a lie. I am joined on the line today by a couple of folks that I know horror fans are familiar with. Rich Coes, better known to horror fans as Fingooly, and longtime uh, producer Jim Roach. Thank you, gentlemen. I know this is a busy time of year for you guys, uh, so thanks uh, for taking the time to talk with us today. Oh, we had to. Besides, we brought our trick-or-treat bags with, so we're expecting something. Yeah, don't <laughs> well, call us gentlemen either. <laughs> it'll, I don't know if it'll be a trick or a treat. We'll find out when this is over, and you guys can uh, make the judgment call on that. No, actually, I, I did feel like there was, there was uh, actually demand for it, because during that time period when I didn't have a regularly scheduled Sven Bully TV show, I was still being asked to do appearances in media and you know public appearances, as the son of Swingley. Right. So I knew that people had interest in it. And during that time, even though I, I did uh, shows as myself on the local Fox station here and I did different radio, um, I'd run into people every week who would recognize me and say, are you ever going to do the Swingley thing again? Because I really liked it. And uh, when it came time in 1995, when uh, they were first starting WCIU here in Chicago as an independent station, and Neil Saban, the man who would eventually create MeTV, hired me for that, he asked, you know, would you mind doing the Senguli character again? And it just seemed to me that since it meant so much to people that they were always asking about it and they liked it, that there was no way I could say no. And when we started here again locally in 1995 on the main station here at Weigel Broadcasting, WCIU, and then uh, in 2011, uh, MeTV got started, and Neil said, you know, I want to put you on our network. And we went nationwide, and uh, it's, it's amazing to me. We've been accepted all over the country by people, and they seem to enjoy the show, and uh, I, I couldn't be happier. All right. I am joined on the line today by Dr. Emily Zarka, host of PBS Digital Studios' Monstrum. You talk about that epiphany moment I, I'm interested in that because there's a wide gap between this is something I'm really interested in and passionate mm-hmm. about, and I'm going to devote my career to the <laughs> academic study of this. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what helped make that decision for you. A hundred percent. It was very specific, um, actually, combination of events that spontaneously happened. I was taking um, an undergraduate course that was Topics in Popular Culture. And randomly, I signed up for it just because of the time, not knowing what the topic was. And the topic happened to be zombies, which was amazing. And at the same time I was taking that course, I was also taking a history and literature of Georgian England Mm -hmm. and read for the first time a poem by Samuel Taylor Coleridge called Christabel. And I immediately identified one of the main characters, the actual villain in Christabel as being undead. To me, she was barely clearly a vampire. Um, Wrote a paper about that and was actually encouraged by my professor um, to consider grad school. So I really credit both of those classes and those two professors for helping me out. Which leads us into this week's interview. This week I had a chance to talk with Scott about his second novel, the horror thriller Violet. Kill Creek is set up at Showtime, and we're still in the, the scripting phase of that. But um, we've been going through drafts and drafts, and and hope you know uh, that uh, that moves forward. That would be amazing. It's definitely a very strong team of of uh, Misha Green, who's an amazing EP who um, did um, Underground, and and is doing Lovecraft Country for HBO. Right, um, incredibly creative person. 
is attached to that as well as, as Scott Derrickson is attached to direct the pilot and as an EP. And so, uh, and, and then I'm also an, an EP on that. And, and so we've all been really working to go, how can we, how can we sort of tell this in a fresh, really exciting way? It's fun, especially after, uh, the haunting of Hill house sort of like totally <laughs> dominated the ha- the haunted house genre. Yeah. Um, that definitely is, you start going, okay, how, what's ours, you know? And so, so that's been a kind of a fun challenge to go in the wake of that, which did such a great job. Is Haunted um, House the next the next subgenre in horror? I mean, we've done vampires, we've done zombies. Do you feel like Haunted House is kind of starting to crest a little bit? Uh, you know, I it's funny. Uh, I think there's I think there are still um, I think there are still plenty of Haunted House stories to tell like really, really scary, legitimately. I think with a supernatural, with a ghost story or a haunted house story more than any other, um, sort of sub genre in horror, I think you can tell a very, very scary, creepy story. I think those are, those are really the, because those, if you move too quickly in a haunted house story or a ghost story, it just becomes a monster movie and it's and it's a roller coaster but i think you want it to be a slow creeping dread get under your skin into your bones kind of story and i think there's always going to be a place for that um i do think personally i think the where horror is going i think we're going to start seeing a lot more fun horror movies Mm -hmm. i think we're going to see a lot more fun horror novels uh like like slasher things i think we're kind of getting to a place where um, in the next few years, we're going to start seeing kind of where we were in the eighties, where in the seventies we had Rosemary's baby and we had the changeling and we had the shining and we had like these, you know, very serious, very heavy, more cerebral, uh, yeah. yes, more cerebral, scary movies. And then, and those are amazing. I mean, there's always going to be a place for that and, and a place for movies like hereditary. And, but I think, um, but I do think we're going to, in the next few years, we're going to have sort of that more kind of pop horror thing happening. Um, more banana, uh, banana splits type horror. It's more banana splits. <laughs> For example. Yeah. Which, which, which is, which is a super random thing that happened. Uh, <laughs> we, we were, we, we knew, we knew the, some executives at this company called blue ribbon content and they have, basically they have access to all these past Warner brothers properties and, uh, and a lot of the animated Warner brothers and Hanna Barbera properties. And so they called us up and we had done some work with them before. And they said, Hey, we want to do the banana splits as a horror movie. And we were like, okay, you don't need to say anything else. I totally know what this is. You have people in animal costumes, murdering people. I get it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a fun little thing that sort of it happened so quickly, and we wrote it, they shot it, it's out. We did a Comic Con panel. That's a that's a really bizarre little um, detour that happened yeah. this year. That was really fun. We are speaking with Clarissa Tebow. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Hello, I'm really good. I'm glad to be here. 
Uh, as we mentioned earlier, you're probably best known to us uh, for your work on Marvel's Runaways. You joined the cast during the show's second season. Uh, Runaways has such a large ensemble cast that was already well established before you, before you made your on-screen introduction. Tell us a little bit about the benefits and the challenges of joining uh, an already established you know series, an already established cast, and then you're kind of the new girl. Uh, talk to us about, like I said, the challenges right. and, and, and how maybe things were you didn't expect it to go so well or you got you know it was harder than you thought talk to us a little bit about joining the cast the experience was very much in line with joining a new school halfway through the school year <laughs> right. everyone already knows each other everyone already has their um very solid relationships that they've built over the last you know season and a half before i came in however i will say that the cast I guess they were looking for my character for a long time. They were looking for Zavin for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when I went to that first table read where I met the entire cast, um, everyone was so welcoming, open arms, so many hugs. Um, everyone was so excited that, that Zavin was going to be on the show. Right. <laughs> so it was a really nice um, welcoming moment that put me a little bit more at ease. Because I hadn't been on a show as big as um, Runaways before. I didn't know really what to expect. I was trying to be as confident as possible while still having, you know, (laughs) a frog in my throat a little bit. Right. Um, But everyone made me feel really, really comfortable and and, um, like I was supposed to be there, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, However, there were things that happened, too, where, you know, there were certain people... I really connected with and had these really deep, interesting conversations with. I, not that I, you know, didn't think that would happen, but I wasn't sure, you know, I wasn't necessarily expecting it to either. didn't know how much um, people kept to themselves versus how much it was like a family. And I was pleasantly surprised by the whole experience. And I've become really good friends with some of the people on set and like Ariella and I have become really good friends. I see her all the time yeah um and talk to her all the time so i am joined by evan narcisse who's writing uh currently the rise of the back black panther comic book for marvel i'm sorry it's it's weird because i find myself <laughs> still oddly emotional um when i think about them even though they're printed and and drawn and everything but um when inyami dies in issue one mm-hmm. um the way paul drew that sequence Right. I mean, everything, everything about what Paul Renault has drawn for this series is amazing. Like, like it feels like T'Chaka and Inyami are in love. Yes. And they're grown ups, and they're working their issues out, and they have this mutually beneficial symbiotic relationship. Um, and that's all. That's all because of what Paul is a freaking genius. You know, Paul's an amazing uh, artist and facial expressions and body language and creating the grandeur of Wakanda and all that um, happens because of Paul. So I still go back and look at those pages where T'Chaka is at uh, Nyami's side at the hospital and he's holding her hand and the look of worry on his face. And then... He's holding T'Challa as a baby at her funeral. And then 
fast forward a couple of years when, when we introduced Ramonda and how she encounters T'Chaka is a great, great moment that I, that I loved writing. Um, but the thing that really probably gets me the most out of issue one is when she's she's playing hide and seek with T'Challa when he's a boy. Uh-huh. T'Challa's kind of covering his mouth, trying not to laugh. And she's kind of creeping around in the background, counting to uh, 28, 29, 30, here I come. And I'm like, man, that's just everything, you know? Like, yeah, the fight with Hydra is great, um, and I love writing that, but like, the pond between that a mother and son, um, which didn't necessarily have to be there, right? Like, Ramada could have come in and been like, yeah, I don't know you, kid. Um, and I'm talking about these characters, like, I, I didn't write these <laughs> scenes, but sometimes that's what happens. Right. Um, Interview with Kevin Van Hook. So we added all of that stuff um, with what he saw and what he experienced, and then that following scene that goes on inside. So I was particularly proud of that because I used it almost verbatim from what we drew. That, oh, that's, wow. a, that's a scene that I like quite a bit too in the movie. Yeah, I'm, I, it was one of those things that it's like, why wasn't this in here? And right. um, almost all of the battle at the end where they're attacked and where Bullvi eventually defeats the Vindal Mother's son and, and dies wasn't in it. It was a fight, but it was against the faceless hordes. And we had made a conscious decision ourselves my buddy and the fellow who drew with me i should give his name his name is charles robert lister lister and so he's listed as cr lister i think in the film and um, charles and i felt that we needed to have an enemy that was kind of the parallel to our king and so we drew him being the one that has the specific fight and he has the to- the totem on his chest and it's hanging from it. None of that was in it. And we got a, a call. I got a call from Ned Dowd saying, you came up with something we didn't think about and we think it's really cool. And we want to know if you want to design the, um, the amulet or the neck pe- necklace piece. And so I did that. And that's what ended up being made and, and used in the film. Oh, but wow. All that was us. And then the, um, the funeral pyre on the boat business, um, you know, at the end. And the, and the fact that, and, the, and when I say it's us, I mean, we drew it, but uh, Crichton had, had listed, you know, I'd love to have a scene where we do this. And um, so when the dog comes running up to them at the end and you realize, okay, they, so they didn't burn his dog with him, which <laughs> that's what is implied. And that's mm-hmm. what they've done before. Um, so there's growth. And joining us today, we have Michael Goudeau. Yes, sir. And if you're thinking that sounds familiar, you've probably heard his voice <laughs> before on another way more popular than, our, than ours <laughs> podcast. Uh, speaking of, just before we get into the fun stuff, have you seen Proof of Life after Penn's Fast? Have you spoken to him? Or? I've spoken to him a bunch of okay, times. And he is well and happy and good. And in fact, uh, a couple of days ago, he posted that he had... Uh, after the few weeks off, he'd gone in and got his hair cut and re-dyed and Shaved. working with his vocal coach and trying to look back like Penn instead Took of a the, shower instead and... of the poor, yeah, poor mess he had become. Excellent. Very cool. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about, I mean, we just saw The Juggling Show, which was uh, yes, fantastic. Thank you for coming was, by. That's, you're wonderful. very brave to come out and <laughs> no, brave we, the heat out at the state fair oh, no, here. We, we loved it. I mean, that's I when, when I saw it. When well, I heard, actually, you. I think I, I heard it. first that you were going to be here. I was like, oh, well, we're making a road trip. And then I asked, hey, maybe we can get an interview too so oh, well, so we appreciate yeah. you taking the time to uh, speak with us my pleasure 
Thank you. Of all the stuff that you do, starting off with juggling the giant bean bags. <laughs> would wear me out. Uh, that would be a finale. That's amazing. Oh, I can't imagine throwing one up and trying to catch it. <laughs> yeah. You did it with three. That's I was impressive. just walking through a Walmart one day 20 years ago and saw beanbag chairs and thought, I wonder if I can juggle those. And just picked them up and juggled them at the Walmart. <laughs> I bought them, took them to my show and put them in my show that night. That's really, awesome. That's <laughs> can you imagine being in the security and be like, you know what? He's good. <laughs> yeah. So fine, let him do it. Didn't break anything. <laughs> exactly. He's buying them. Let him go. <laughs> Design lead for the Lego group and Brickmaster judge, Amy Corbett. It's appeared that the eliminations have become more emotional as the season progressed. Um, discuss a little bit. I know you have to remain professional as a judge, but discuss your connection with and relationship to the participants before, during, and maybe even after the filming. Yeah, I mean, I think... This was uh, something that surprised both Jamie and us uh, in the process. I don't think I ever thought before we started. And when I watched sitting at home on the sofa, watched other shows where there was judges or even Lego Masters, I don't think I realized how difficult it would be to to say goodbye to teams. Um, and of course, as a judge, you you want to remain impartial. And, and we did, you know, have this this distance from the builders, but you are there really long days. You are checking in with the teams all the time. You are coaching them and how they can get better. And you do get to know the teams. And especially you see the passion and energy and drive that they have, the love of Lego and how much they want uh, to win the competition. And so it does get harder week on week to say, sorry, this is your time's up in the competition and um, you have to go home. Well, I get even emotional just thinking about it. Um, yeah, because it's people. And um, when you're there face to face, then you, the human side of you, I think, really comes out in delivering that bad news because everybody wants to win. But also there's this family dynamic where they just want to be there, actually. They just want to stay there and keep building. There was a couple of contestants that, were eliminated and they were like, cool, that's fine, we get it, but can we just stay and hang out and, and keep building right. behind the scenes because they just want to be a part of it. Enjoy this conversation with Steve Orlando. I reached out to Steve and said, hey, do you mind uh, you know, coming on talking about wrestling? I said, if you can, if we can, let's just let's schedule 30 minutes. You know, Maybe we can get 30 minutes worth of conversation in. It's like, yeah, we'll see. Um, and so uh, we have about an hour-long conversation, uh, Steve and I did. So uh, the ne- basically the next, the rest of the show almost, uh, the next hour or so. That coupled with just how hard the and how passionate these folks were. I'm talking these people in Troy, New York, right? I used by where I used to live, uh, doing something that they love for very little money. You know, when I found that they were probably getting paid 20 to 50 bucks for that night, um, it reminded me of comics, you know, we don't get punched in the face, but I had spent at that time, 20 plus years pursuing a career and a passion that most people told me, a told me to quit. I should, you know, it could never be your job and B, uh, half the people don't think it's a real job. So I, you know, I instantly uh, had a had an empathy for for what these workers were going through, and the show business aspect and the performance aspect became very appealing to me. 
but it was really going to going to indie shows and and seeing seeing the grassroots level you know it was like the version of when i was coming to san diego comic-con with ash cans you know that i was printing at kinko's right. and i had such respect for that because uh, it takes a lot of passion and a lot of drive to do something that honestly, like a lot of people in everyday life think is a joke or don't think is a job or like think they can poke fun at. But, you know, um, they, the, the love and the passion of doing it and connecting with the live crowd was there so much. Uh, and, and my interest just sort of escalated from there. All right. We want to thank everybody who has been a part of the podcast so far. We have some more interviews lined up. Uh, at least one, maybe a couple in the next couple of weeks. So again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get these interview episodes as soon as they are released. We do them as kind of little bonus episodes uh, throughout throughout the season. Because we love you. Links to episodes with the full interviews. If you listen to one, you're like, oh, I didn't know they talked to that person. I'd like to go check that out. You can check those out on our website at popgoestheculture.com. Just go to our media kit page. You'll be able to find all of those interview episodes. This week's pop quiz. As you know, we're back for the rest of this year, 2021. And so the question for you, our listeners, our followers on social media, is this. What in entertainment and pop culture are you most looking forward to the rest of 2021? And we're going to assume when you answer this question that things aren't changing. Yeah. So if there's a movie you're looking forward to, we're going to assume that when you it'll answer the question happen. that it'll actually come out this year. Yeah. So that can be movies, TV shows, video games, books, albums, whatever it is. Or it can be something more general like going to a convention, uh, the holiday season, Halloween coming up, whatever it is. We want to know what it is that you're most looking forward to the rest of 2021 in entertainment and pop culture. The pop quiz is alive right now. You can leave us your comments on Facebook and Twitter by searching for and following us at PGTC podcast. Again, the pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages. So you cannot miss them or you can call and leave a recorded message with what it is that you're most looking forward to the rest of 2021 on the hotline at 417-986-7842. We just might play your comments on next week's episode where we are going to be talking about what it is that we are most looking forward to the rest of 2021 in entertainment and pop culture. We're going to do it. Dakota has a puzzled look on his face. This is like he's the, this is the first time he's heard about the hotline. No, I was just, I was trying to make a, a burner phone joke in my head and I was, but now you made me think about it out loud, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Call Dakota on his burner phone. <laughs> He's your boogeyman. That's what he am. Oh. I'm your green knight in shining armor. There you go. All right, coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture. Of course, uh, this weekend is Labor Day weekend. Anybody got any big plans to enjoy the last weekend of summer? Yeah. What are you going to do? Dakota's getting a burner phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go work. Ooh. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm working. It's uh, great. I, I have a three day. Yay, I have a, Labor Day. I have a three day weekend. I could use my F Won't rub in Curtis's face. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play some Destiny too with these yahoos. There you go, little goobers, little knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> these guys are like we're not playing Destiny too. Like, we're doing something else. Yeah, yeah we're gonna be at the lake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at the lake we'll play. It'll be fun. No, no. no. Well, the big <laughs> Labor Day event every year, except for last year, it can't be canceled, of course. But the big event, Labor Day weekend, is always Dragon Con taking place this weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. If you thought Planet Comic Con was a convention. 
I want to go. DragonCon Dragon is, Con is a sex convention. It, no, he, it's not. The, okay, you, before you, I he's even been saying like, that for like five yes, years, and I have yes. no idea why. He hyped. You don't me watch up. the same shows I watch. He's like <laughs> tried to hype me up for Planet Comic Con, and he's like, yeah, and then you know maybe we can check into doing this one, and then he's like Dragon Con. No, we were going it to is, go to the porn convention. No. I've heard Don't Dragon Con sick. He's though. like, he's like, it yeah, is. Dragon Con. All the ladies, they got tits out. And there's, there's just <laughs> everything's. Go- I'm like, what? Really? I, I want to like. I am intrigued by this. It's like the Shangri-La. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not at all what is going is it, is it, on. When you said it was like a sex con, it's like, is that that dragon episode of Rick and Morty? When oh, they're God. all wanting to do an orgy? I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No. I think that's actually where you I haven't been to Dragon Con. <laughs> they actually have $30,000 porn collection booth. At- <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy there selling it. Yeah, he's buying your porn for, for $2. Yeah, he'll buy to- it for a dollar, but then he'll turn around and sell it for 30000 Yeah. And you um, get some. I heard the ramen there is like eighteen bucks. Yeah, it's 18. <laughs> and it's not even the kind that they pull out of. It's still in the cup. Still, like. yeah, exactly. The only thing is they add soy sauce. Yeah, so it's all right. It's all right. It's worth the eighteen. <laughs> this Friday, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is in theaters. New in theaters. Like I said, a lot of folks are watching this one. See how it performs. Uh, I'll be checking it out on Saturday. I hope it's good. Me too. You're going to theaters. You're going to watch it on. We're going to watch. We're going to. It's not on Disney Plus. Oh, at all. A little oh. later than that no, because because there's a lawsuit that's out there. That with yeah, no, that's, that's weird. That yeah, is uh, pulling everything off of Disney Plus until that gets settled. Yeah, no, that's reasonable, I suppose. Yep. A uh, new album by Imagine Dragons this weekend. Cinderella is that's out a on porn band. Sorry. No, yeah, I hear, I hear that's a porn band. Yeah. <laughs> it is Cinderella. New version of Cinderella is out on Prime Video. Not the, the old porn 80s version. band, or no? Uh, that's too bad. This Sunday, Billions, the TV series, returns on Showtime season five. Uh, AEW's All Out pay per view is in Chicago. That's a big event all weekend long. Another oh, yeah. big Labor Day weekend Should event. Should be really good. Next Tuesday, Zack Snyder's Justice League is out on home video. I know a lot of folks oh, will be man. lining up to get. I actually that. really liked it, but I'm not going to get into that. Let's not talk. About was it, it yeah. the black and white version? Or? It is probably every. Probably version. all the versions. It is 25 hours long. <laughs> this is actually the more uncut version. But yeah, this is just it, all I, the footage they had. Yeah. They I, I heard it. Just comes like with when a they bonus. set the camera down, like, like you can see the donut. It's table like a 12 disc it. set. That yeah. you the very last disc is the Whedon cut, but it's broken. Yeah, there you go. On Wednesday of next week, the Doogie Howser reboot hits Disney Plus. The new season of The Circle on Netflix. I'm sure Brandon will be watching that. When Uh, he went to White Castle. (laughs) Wu Tang, an American saga, hits Hulu on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Next Thursday, the NFL season kicks off over on NBC. A new season of American Ninja Warrior Jr. hits Peacock. Hmm. The new series Frogger yeah, premieres on Peacock. Yeah. yeah, and we'll be recording <laughs> next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast on Thursday evening. Be sure to look for that in on Friday in the podcast player of your choice. So anything going on? I know it's Labor Day weekend. What is out of this list? Out of anything else? What is it you guys are most looking forward to in the next week or so in entertainment and pop culture? Um, well, by the time this airs, uh, the third season of What We Do in the Shadows will also be out. It airs tomorrow. Yeah. When the podcast airs. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. As the man said. Yeah. When this airs will also <laughs> be when the new season of What We Do in the Shadows airs, and I'm going to be excited to watch it. So what? Um, what is that? I'm, um, I, sh- I showed oh, a friend of mine. Nice. I told her to watch it, <laughs> and I said that it was funny. I didn't know how to describe it, but I said it was cheeky, and she said, 
Oh, so just The Office, but with vampires. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the best way to describe it. Nice. And what um, is this? Uh, what we do in the shadows. It has like... A, it's like a documentary style. There's a crew following around these three vampires. It was roommates. a Taika Waititi movie from Taika like years Waititi ago. Taika Waititi did the movie first. Jermaine Clements. Yeah, yeah. And Jermaine Clements. And it was, that was a funny movie. And then the show, they also produce, um, and they're in it a couple times. And, and what is this airing on? Hulu. FX. Hulu. Well, FX. <laughs> Next day on Hulu. Do you pay for the one with the ads on it like I do? Oh, geez. Come on, man. I'm made of money. So I ended up paying for uh, Peacock. For Harry, <laughs> for Harry, for the yeah. Harry Potter. The first time just now, no yes. So I go on there night before. It was last night, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go to bed. Let's get some Harry Potter going." No, it's not. The, no, it's every, almost every night. If oh, yeah. he's I whip the Harry Potter out every night. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Potter, the mystery she said one. Potter. I did too. <laughs> but anyway, I dress so, up and stuff. That's your mystery. One. I thought it was all on HBO Max. It is. So now. yeah. So I, they're in cahoots with each other, and they're uh, like, okay, cahoots. so we get people, it's you know, cahoots. our Potter fans, to pay for the subscription to Conspiracy. HBO, and then they're like, all right, now we've got our, we got some people over here. Oh, there goes Harry Potter, and here comes Peacock again saying, "Hey, we picked up Harry Potter again. Go ahead, let's get a subscription." What happens is they lose subscriptions. Yeah, I was gonna say what happens Potter is the contract TV goes right? off. Yeah, the, the, well, no, here's what I did: I bought them all on Voodoo, and I can just watch them whenever I feel like. We have we own them all. I, we do you, I imagined you did. <laughs> do you have <laughs> <That's> HBO? <the> problem. <laughs> yeah. You do. Don't be okay. shy. Well, we fine. we own them all also. Yeah. But I'm we don't have a DVD player in our room, and and I haven't. I know that you can yeah. pay like a dollar ninety nine to switch them over. Like that you have three Xbox in your bed. Xboxes in your bedroom when you talk about that I have them hooked up to that TV we have six uh, screens in our room yeah. no DVD no way technically four of them have a DVD player yeah. I know but I'm not I don't we don't have to look at a monitor like there's only one there's a Harry Potter TV and every other TV can kiss <laughs> there's, there's one TV right. that we watch the have you cosplayed as Harry Potter no, no. That's what right someone now. from her. Uh, not, uh, not Harry would you do a porn parody at a dragon con that's been done a handful of times I don't uh, think you had to go all the way there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <Do that. laughs> Just saying. When Guardian Leviosa. It's going to rise out of me. All right. I smell um, booze. So what are we excited about, though, y'all? <laughs> yeah. I said oh, what minute. we do so in the shadows is what I'm pretty excited, I'm excited about. I'm excited for yeah. the next What If yeah. Yeah, for I, Marvel, because I'm hoping this one will be the zombie one, because that is a great story, because I actually yeah. read that in the comics and stuff. So I might actually go watch uh, Shang-Li. No. So. Shang-Li. Yeah, because I don't remember the name. Shang-Chi. Yeah, no, that looks I mean, Lee, I think isn't that like the lady on <laughs> Street Fighter? Yeah, that's <laughs> Chung Lee. The playing at the boxy. I'm broke till payday, but I'll go see it next weekend for sure. There you go. I'll try to watch. I don't have Disney, so well, it's, it's not, not on, on there. We oh, that's right. You just said that. Yeah. My bad. Welcome I, to the show, Kurt. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I got to wait. Back for oh. blood. I got to wait a week. It's for a while though. No, it's October. Yeah, that's not for a while. So, you guys excited about anything this week? You too? The two of you? Um, I'm going to go hang out with my new friend. Oh, you got a new friend? Nice. I have a new friend. Um, sounds I'm gonna, lovely. I'm going to hang out with her Saturday. Who's cool. your new friend? Her name's Joe. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say your mom. His name's Joe. His name's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> His curse's mom. She's on Horror Island. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't my mom not here? I don't know. About it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> Thanks. She says hi, by the way. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> she misses you. <laughs> And he misses her. Can you, you tell her to top off my, phone, <laughs> my cell phone time card? <laughs> <laughs> my burner's good. <laughs> Dusty's got something exciting coming up next week. I do. Oh, colonoscopy. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not till the following week. Uh, okay, my fault. Wait, it's not and I'm doing that at home. Yeah, it's so. to, uh, one eye is. One, but Tuesday. I'm still. That's. Uh, I would say it's exciting. I'd say I, one eye is better than none. I'm a real. 
I suck at Teflon kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jess told me about it before the show, and it is very exciting. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, that is I'm awesome. pretty excited. He's, get, he's getting his one idea. Give me a cyborg, yeah. bro. It's going to be sick. Yeah, go, go, gadget penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> sure. the next surgery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this one goes well. We're playing it by ear, but you know. <laughs> but no, I'm pretty excited for him to Yeah, me too. Get a little to scared, this. though. I, I mean, cut I'm your scared. eyeballs open. Worst so. case scenario, you can't see, and then like. Worst case scenario, you're blind. Yeah. And then. I'll be ten times more attractive to you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm confused. Me. What's happening? <laughs> Which eye is getting what? Yeah, he's he's getting exactly. what's called <laughs> it's called a lensectomy. So he well, sounds like I named they're going it. in. One eye gets X-ray vision, and that's <laughs> they're going they're going in and taking out the lenses in his eye and replacing them with, with new ones. lenses that. He'll never have to wear glasses again. Because this is like some Jordy LaForge shit. This yeah. is some crazy it's, it's, stuff. Don't, don't it's Cyberpunk 2077. Don't, yeah. don't let him take the one that shoots the laser beams. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the one that's <laughs> going to be going awesome. in. And then the one X-ray vision. One X-ray, one like <laughs> laser beam. Yeah, that'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty that's sweet. That's what they're going to be doing. going to be like, what's his nuts from uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Kano. 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 Kano, thank you. What, uh, what's Joey looking forward to this week? Yeah. Uh, I got an interview lined up next week, so looking forward to that. What I'll probably do is ask some folks on uh, social media if they have any interview questions for our guests so is that a secret or do we find out on the you will, you will find out next week okay, okay. Oh, i'm looking forward to the chicken nugget episode <laughs> that's coming up later this this month not next week it's coming up later i would like to be a part of that yeah it's gonna be fun uh, you better so be. uh, yeah, we're having a chicken nugget thing. <laughs> that's later <laughs> later later well if you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the pop goes culture podcast please take a moment leave a review in your preferred podcast player it doesn't cost you a thing It really is one of the best ways that you can show your support for the show. And be sure to head over to popgoestheculture.com. Click on the link to our online store. Pick up your exclusive Pop Goes the Culture swag. We have just launched our fall collection on -hmm. September 1st, which sounds really ritzy and fancy. When Uh, are you guys going to do the calendar? That's the that's the you gotta start at the beginning of the next year, right? So that's a Christmas no. I need, calendar. but you we gotta need to shoot go them before it, then. Yeah, yeah, you need to get it started now because I mean it's gonna. You take shoot a hot it in. You shoot it at Christmas and then it comes out. No, on the you want no, you want to kind of have it still warm out because we may want to do like some. Yeah, everyone keeps stuff. looking at me like. I've got yeah, the we're camera. gonna do. No, yeah. we're not, I didn't. I didn't think about the camera part. We're, yeah, that's not why we're looking. <laughs> we're at thinking about Mr. January over there. Yeah, yeah. We've already got down who is who. Yeah. So oh, I'm there's only six of us, so we're gonna have to do doubles. I don't know if I could lead <laughs> off the calendar, man. I you think can, you can do it. I'm, I'm like I'm gonna summer. get February because it's the shortest one. month. So. Hey, that sucks. It's a bummer. I feel bad for you. That's a bummer. Like, what size of bow do we get? And for nearly that big of a go gadget <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Dakota needs two shots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the surgery that he's getting later. Yeah. There you go. That's a different surgery. It makes yeah. a boing sound every time it gets And hard. that's another show. Yeah, we'll have that show later on. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are. It's been a fun 300 episodes. Uh, obviously, we couldn't do it. Any one of us couldn't do it by ourselves, and we couldn't do it without everybody listening and for the folks following us on social media telling your friends, family, neighbors, your coworkers about the podcast. We appreciate it. And so we're going to do a little uh, little, that little sign-off. Horrible, just we're going to do a little sign-off here. Is Peach, uh, is that what the... There, the, the it, there should not be much of a flavor at all. It's going to taste, taste like rubbing alcohol. It will not taste like rubbing alcohol. How come I got the fullest? Uh, how come Dusty's being such a bitch all the time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I all get the right. fullest. So, two, 300 episodes. 
let's uh, let's do another another three hundred. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, throw them back. All right, here we go. That's not bad at all. That tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, I no, told you, it no, smelled no. like rubbing alcohol too. No, no. no all right. Well, I've been Joy Mills with the Pop Goes Culture Podcast Network. Just because over here having a fit. Do you need to play your card? No, I'm not. You did not play your card. We've only got two used. Uh, we'll have to have these guys sign them and figure That's out. That's not true. Dusty Trails is fucking out. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, again, have a great weekend. Have a great Labor Day weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. We will talk to you later. See ya. See ya. Stay frosty. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.